0: I put a target in my head, I'm going to be a football player and then I'm going to be a football manager. And I set about doing it. So I was probably seven when I set that bench. Mark. Seven? Yeah. Yeah. What? On my life. <laughs> uh, I've been judged my whole life. Yeah. Always as a football player and what have you. Are you good enough? Or are you not? Is that right? Is that not? Mm-hmm. And everybody who judges you has got the benefit of hindsight. Right. They aren't planning it and trying to do it. <laughs>
1: You started as a player-manager, didn't you, in your management career. How difficult is that? That seems like juggling too many things.
0: Every one of these managers are totally unique in their own style and you have to be confident enough to find your own way.
1: What do you think now of managers being fired after a small run of bad results? Have you played football manager?
2: I love that I've asked how to become a manager and we're talking about a kangaroo yeah, fighting a badger. The question. <laughs> I love it,
1: I love it, I love
0: it. I sold told you lot of mad on the way up. <laughs> I feel <was so, laughs> quite at home. <laughs>
3: New customers bet $5. Get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the
0: field. It goes down. Go down in the
3: field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire 7 days after receipt. See full terms at fanduel.com sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler.
1: Makes Happy Hour. Hello guys and welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. Stevie and I have been in Zagreb. We have. Scary, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't scary. We were all right. It was scary, Robbie. I wasn't there. You, you know they've got a, a, a collective of fans called the Ultras. Yep. They were chanting, uh, if you want to stay alive, stay alive, stay alive. If you want to stay alive, go home gypsies.
3: It's a nice tune, but I'm not keen on the lyrics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I, like you said, like when I told you this on the way up, it's, it's nice that they sang it in English
3: for us. Yeah, there's a lot more dedication than our hooligans, who are never going to go and translate a song into Croatian, are they? <laughs> They're not going to put that much effort in. You've got to, I mean, I don't like the content, but you've got to admire the effort.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then there was the other bit with the... Do you want to explain with the
2: three sentences? The banner. They put up some banners, and we instantly assumed that they were probably telling us to, like, die again. It was in Croatian, obviously. It was yeah, in yeah. Croatian. And um, I just thought, you know what? I will go for the effort of translating this. Stevie, so <laughs> <on> this, <laughs> this.
1: This There's never been a more Stevie moment than when he's with, like, 2,000 bouncing West Ham fans and he's just on Google Translate typing in the whole Croatian <laughs>
2: <laughs> I needed to make sure what I was being threatened with. Um, and it turned out just to be... like a no, nice... no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Before you say that, because it was in Croatian and all the West Ham fans started going, what the fucking hell is that? What the fucking...
2: And it was just a nice little memorial for, for some for someone who had died yeah. of the, oh. in their ranks, I
3: guess. It's a bit sad, isn't it? A bit awkward, that. The, when you talk about the most Stevie moment, Neil, who I used to work with the Soccer AM, I remember we went out to Istanbul to watch Liverpool win the Champions League after being 3-0 down, one of the greatest oh. football matches in European history. And I was afterwards with John Scales, who we got out with. He was playing for Liverpool. We sat around chatting about the game. We were all chatting. I looked around and Neil had got up to some PlayStation machine thinking in this bar. I was like rapping along to some D- Run DMC. <laughs> Game, what else Just everyone else is talking about the game? And we go, that's the most Neil thing ever. <laughs> Is he a Liverpool fan? No, oh, he, right. just, he just was rapping for some well, reason.
1: I think we should introduce our guest today, because we've, we've had a few footballing guests. Footballing great, some two. would say. We've had Chris Kamara <laughs> and yeah. Ben Foster. Well, we've made it a hat-trick of footballing guests today, and uh, possibly um, the, the biggest legend of all three names, I think the other two will agree with. It's uh, Mr. Ian Holloway. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm fine, thanks, chaps. How are you? <laughs> you sound a bit nervous in your voice, sir. No, you know no, what I you's...
0: feel like I'm on the tube. Um <laughs> You've just, just put me in a black room and you've turned off the aircon. I wonder what's coming next. It is,
1: it is really hot in here. But how you doing? How's life treating you?
0: Really good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, buzzing to be back, seeing people, meeting people again. Yeah, uh,
1: the world's been switched off recently, isn't
0: it? Anti-social world that we were in because of this virus has been. Yeah. Hell for me, absolutely hell.
1: Yeah, it's been pretty pretty dull for, for us as well. But it's an absolute pleasure to meet you, pleasure to chat to you. Over the next hour and a half or something like that, we're going to talk about your career, both before management and obviously during it, because that was a large chunk of it, wasn't it? But before we get into it, we always start in the same way. Robbie, I know you're a fan of this question. Oh, best bit of the pod. What's your go-to meal deal, Mr Holloway?
0: i got a very special garage where we uh, live. <laughs> Am I allowed to advertise you so yeah you can do what you want mate Budgeons, right Uh, (laughs) and I gotta be honest with you they got this private company who does their sandwiches Mm. so if I can get past the hot counter right (laughs) they got bacon and sausage rolls and all that if I can get past them and with this nose it's very difficult (laughs) because I would prefer a bit of hot rather than a sandwich anyway they've got the weirdest sandwiches you could ever have in your life. <laughs> and they are sort of half a foot long. Oh wow. So they do a cold sausage with cheese and barbecue sauce.
2: Oh. That is right. unusual. That and horrific. it
0: is it sounds horrendous, but <laughs> the cheese is grated and it sticks in the barbecue so it don't fall out. You taste it the first time you think, hang on, this is and then it just gets you. Right, So I have that with cheese and onion crisp because anybody who doesn't want cheese and onion from me, I can't even talk to. You. <laughs> <laughs> if
4: you're salt
0: and vinegar, if you're ready salted, you just need to go and find a life. You know? <laughs> Seriously, ready salted, what my, is that all about?
1: My uh, fiance Fiona out there, she's a big uh, advocate for ready salters.
0: The bag's red, right? <laughs> right. So that's a danger for me. <laughs> <laughs> then anything red is like mean stop and don't go near it, doesn't it? So, yeah. really, the bag of crisps are trying to tell her, you know, don't come near us. <laughs> so, I'm cheese and onion, yeah. right? And then I am an ordinary, boring, still water. That's it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I, recently, guess it have been coming... It has coming to be little- cold, though. The water has to be cold. It has to be out of the fridge. Yeah. If it isn't, I'll have to go for a... Diet Coke.
1: Diet Coke, okay. Recently, the guests have been coming a little bit more left field with their with their options, haven't they? Um, people on Reddit have been kicking off that we allowed... People to branch out. Yeah, Ben Foster picked uh, some crisps off Amazon, which is very <laughs> 21st century. But we allow it in the meal deal. We allow it to spice it up. So sausage, cheese and barbecue sandwich, half
2: a foot long cheese and onion and a water. Stevie, I'll let you kick off the rating here, mate. See, I like the idea of the sandwich. Decent. And we, we have a budgeons not too far from the train station in Norwich, and you're making me want to try it. Yeah. Which means I can rate the sandwich highly, the crisps I like and water. You can't go wrong with water. The only thing is value for money there. How much is this meal
0: deal? <sighs> Three forty-five.
2: Oh, that's better than I would have expected. I like how specific you are. <laughs> well, I had one yesterday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might look like i got Alzheimer's, but I haven't, all right? <laughs> Jesus Christ, lads. I know I'm getting on a bit, but my God alive! <laughs> do, do me a favour? I'm not as old as you think I am. Okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to give it
1: a 7.2. I was going to give it a 7.2. Oh, wow. Yeah, lovely. Plus, so...
0: plus, I can ask for my favourite thing on crisps, which is a little sachet of red sauce. What? On crisps. You open up the cheese and onion, crisps and you put a sachet of red sauce in, shake them. Tomato ketchup? Yeah, absolutely. Try it if you haven't. It's unbelievable. You're blowing my mind there, mate. No, just try it. I but swear to you, I've been doing it for years. You don't get. St- You're sure you haven't got outside? <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> Is it, do you get sticky fingers? Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> He's all right with that. you <laughs> bound to, yeah. I,
0: don't, I just wash them off, innit? <laughs> That's a very good That's point. the good thing about the virus, isn't it? You've got all them things now. You can wash your hands straight away as you well. <laughs> go.
1: That is the good thing yeah. about the virus. Don't
0: talk enough about the good things, do we? <laughs> well, Doritos, you, you dip, you put salsa dips and all that. So just try it. Anybody who hasn't ever tried it, just try it. I'm going to try it's it. So oh, I mean,
2: Theo Baker made us try chocolate with crisps. So, have you ever had this ready salted crisp? Bit but he doesn't it. touch
1: them. Oh yeah, ready you... salted. He's inhuman.
0: <laughs> He's, in again. He's With all the flavours you can put on Crisp, why the hell would you want ready <laughs> salted?
1: It's a very good point. You've got a 7.2 on the leaderboard, which, as you can tell, we take very serious. And you're just, you're just in the top half of the table.
0: Should say, you're oh, about. That's a miracle for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> consume, consume ruin that. That'll be soon going downhill. Favorite for relegation. Here he comes again.
1: <laughs> right, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. We're gonna have a lot of fun today, Ian. Let's uh, let's take it right back. Let's roll back the years. What were you like at school, mate?
0: I was punctual. <laughs> I was on always, time. That was a good start. <laughs> <laughs> An absolute waste of time for me being there. Um, my brother was really clever. My sister was really clever, and I was just the runt of the family. Who all I wanted to do was draw or run around, play football.
1: Draw. Mm-hmm. So. What you you an artist? Well,
0: I don't know about artists. So i wouldn't like to so put you it. Show me something you drew a minute ago. Amazing. You, really? Yeah. yeah. What, what what kind of stuff do you draw? Dinosaur. Everybody. Can, I have, a Can I have a look. Have a look. I'll show you later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? That's what we were... <laughs> <laughs> so you wanted to run around and draw. Like so, obviously you were... Yeah. I, I listen. I I, I love PE. I was good at it, and and I like drawing. So. um... And my dad wanted me to be a player, so he kept me more or less locked in. Yeah. So I used to go in my bedroom, draw things and draw people and famous people and try and get it right. And then I'd have an argument with myself because I didn't like what I was doing and like most of us. Yeah. In the end, I would put some music on. My brother's a lot older than me, so I got into a bit of Motown and I used to listen to that and draw and paint. And I was dedicated to try and be a footballer. From the moment I can remember, I wanted to be a footballer, so...
1: I want to know a bit more about your art, because I, I, I didn't know this about you. Is it, is it kind of like, is it realistic drawings, or is it cartoons?
0: No, it's, it's, I'm trying to draw things how, how they are, and I'm trying to paint them now. I'm trying to move from just, when you're sketching, you just push a bit harder, don't you, with a pencil, or you get a, <laughs> a, a, a more dark pencil to give you the shade and the tone of, and the shape of things. So I'm trying to learn to do that in colour. Wow! So um, that's not an easy transition, but I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it, and that's yeah. what I want to do now. So
1: you're probably getting into it now, eh? You got you got the, the expensive uh, pencil sets.
0: Um, I've got lots of bits and pieces that I try and do it with, but just the odd bit of charcoal is good. Yeah. Um, and your finger and you rub it out and away you go. But I I've I've always liked it, you know. And mm. my wife can paint as well. So. Wow. Um, She's inspired me on that she can do so I gotta copy something she's she can just make some up and do it and oh wow wow so we go away in our camper van and we'll have a glass of wine on a night and we'll be doing our art we'll put it back and critique each other's art and then we'll go again. You Bloody
1: know? love that. What Horribous. what what, what a chilled evening that is. What what we, how much we got to pay to come on one of them trips, hiding in the back of the van. N-
0: no problem being a West Ham fan they won't let you in. <laughs> anyway in the camp. <laughs> no chance. We'll That'll take,
1: we'll take it. Yeah. We'll take your hubcaps. We'll take your hubcaps. Were you naughty at school then or did you just crack on?
0: No, it it wasn't something I liked, you know. I I didn't really like being told what I had to do and but anything with the other children I would Try and get the attention. I was a busy, busy schoolie, if you know what I mean. So, yeah. Um. And because I was all right at football, I I basically got on. Yeah. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Like these days, if you if you're good at football at school, you're you're like one of the sort of cool kids. You're sort of respected amongst your peers. Is that always? Is that always been the case?
0: Well, I think I used it, you know, because pe- people would. The kids are blatantly honest, aren't they? And you know, I was all right at school, and oh, he's he's all right, he's cool, and. You know, my brother was really clever, but he was slaughtered in school. (laughs) (laughs) Our school wasn't the best, you know, and he ended up going to different ones because he he passed that exam.
1: Yeah, but you could dribble a football. I could dribble
0: a football, so they they put up with it, you know, they put up with my behaviour. And my dad said, I don't care what your results are, providing you try as hard as you can.
1: Mm, So you're a hard grafter?
0: I tried to be, but... You know, it, it it was what it was. I think the easiest thing about school, it was probably a waste of time for me because I didn't research anything. I, I think they get it all wrong at schools. I would, I would find out what someone was likely to be good at and get them interested in that and see what qualifications you need. And then I would push a kid that way or a kid a different way to try and get the benefit of the light inside of us, I believe we're all good at something. Right. Right. And sometimes you don't know what it is. Yeah. No good me wanting to be a basketball player because I'm never going to be good enough for that, am I? I'm only five foot, whatever, five (laughs) foot six. I used to be six foot four, but I ran ran my legs off. (laughs) Um, No, but I I, I think that's crazy. I think, you know, I I was fortunate enough to find something that I wanted to do Mm. and I really enjoyed doing and someone paid me to do it. Mm. So, you know, I, I've won one, haven't I? I? I've done it, you know? So I enjoyed, although it was tough, and the worry of, are you ever going to be good enough? Once you dealt with that, I went for what I wanted to do. You had Whereas, the, you had the
1: uh, blinkers on, football, football, A lot football. of
0: kids, you mm. know, a lot of kids don't get that, do they? Mm. My son didn't, you know? And ooh, ooh, I don't know what to <laughs> You know, if if you could turn it around and find, well, what are you interested in then? what, And then do it that way. I think it would make a lot... Of, of sense because why do lots of subjects that you're not even interested in we
1: we're having this conversation on the way up there i think there is a lot of waffle taught at school these days like algebra Like i don't think i've ever used algebra pythagoras theorem stuff like that like why are
3: geography and history so important yeah, why do you have to know about Oxbow Lakes? Yeah,
1: what like well, do you remember? Like, the, I, I remember with geography. There'd always be mountains, and there'd be different layers of rock, yeah. and you need to know what the where it is. It's like that's never helped me in life, and I, I don't think it's helped.
0: No, but if you're interested in that, you might want to know why. And you know, my wife is interested in geology and and all of those things. You know, yeah. Really, she should have been going around digging and trying to find stuff. You yeah, might, she does. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the word. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, she does metal detecting now. You know, and really, she's interested on what's underneath everywhere. That's no problem, but you know, certain kids aren't. You know, yeah, guide them. Just guide them that way, and I think it'll be a lot easier for all of us. Yeah, it's like you—you
1: you obviously went to went to uni, you studied animation, and then ended up as an optician. So.
0: And
2: now I'm here. So, <laughs> and I, I only started doing this properly six months ago. So it's not until I was 28 I went. You know what? This this will be a job now. So yeah, yeah, I've got a degree in animation that I haven't used. Yeah, you since never I used, qualified never five, used it five years ago. because
1: a lot of kids, I don't think they do know what they want to do. Yeah, this um, metal detecting—you're into this as well, aren't you?
0: Yeah, I, my wife has let me do all sorts of things and followed me all around the country. We moved 48 times. So I can be selfish and do what I enjoy doing. So yeah. it's her time now.
1: Right, okay. So I,
0: I, I've got a metal detector that I take with me, but most of the time I'm sat on a deck chair, <laughs> sat next to the picnic, and she is head down ass up in the field for hours. And she's like a mole. <laughs> And then she comes back with all these things that are basically lumps of broken things. And she says, Isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> and some of them have been. What, what's that, what's yeah, what? Yeah. Some of them have been. has been of, great. One of them was an Iron Age axe head, an right. no, arrowhead, sorry. Mm. Um, That's pretty cool. And that was just a, a surface find. She didn't even have to dig that up. Um, I'm a bit jealous about that one. Wow. Because I could have been wandering along. And I, <laughs> if I was interested enough, I could have found that. <laughs>
2: you had the picnic. I you didn't want to do picnic. that. Yeah,
0: I knew. I had the picnic. And, the
1: sausage, cheese and barbecue. And then
0: one Saturday, the football was going on and Arsenal were losing. And then they went 2-1 up. This is a long time ago. <laughs> this is when they could score. And uh, <laughs> it's not now. Um, and she didn't realise I'd actually opened a tin of Guinness and poured it in me water flask. So I was drinking, She thinking I'm drinking water. I've had a couple of Guinnesses. How are you? Love you. Brilliant. <laughs> but I owe her that. Do you get one Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. I yeah. owe her that. And yeah. she will tell you a story when she just gets so into it, she doesn't realise how long we've been out there. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> It was a- almost the next day. Oh where wow! It got dark and the light was coming up again, and I'm thinking, and I'm asleep under the hedge, and I'm thinking, well, how long is she gonna be? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? She come back and she found a, a half of a Roman brooch, which was pretty stupendous. Yeah, you know. So, um, D-
1: does she collect these or does she sell them? Take them on bargain hunt? What does she do she, when she gets them?
0: She keeps them. Yeah, providing the farmer lets her do that. Um, right. we've, she's never sold any of it because it hasn't been worth. That, but she has pride of place of things. Uh, look at that! I got her a little um, thing made of wood, tiny little boxes, and we're gonna put it on the wall so she can put all her best bits in behind it. And nice. then the other thing she she likes to do is is pick up bits of pottery right. from different ages and eras, and she understands that. For me, it's broken, you know. Yeah, no, it's broken. Yeah. So what we did, we made a, a table top out of it poured resin all over it and so we got all our finds on one of our tabletops oh, that's man. pretty cool that yeah. you're good at making things aren't you because you you've made your
3: kids bed and stuff didn't you
0: i have a go yeah i, I lo- love carpentry yeah if i could have done anything else it would have been
1: you're 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 a, you're, a, you're a man of many talents aren't you no <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say one of them's a talent it's just something i enjoy doing jack of all trades son. Uh, well I don't care if anyone else don't like looking at it. That's the beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, because I've been judged my whole life. Yeah. Always as a football player and what have you. Are you good enough? Or are you not? Is that right? Is that not? Mm-hmm. And everybody who judges you has got the benefit of hindsight. Right. They aren't planning it and trying to do it and then go, oh, he, he was rubbish. Yeah. Do you know what? I knew he was gonna be rubbish. That's why I picked him, you idiot. I, mean, I really want him to be that crap today. You know? That five nil hammering we just took, I was planning that for a week. It don't work that way, does it? Do you know what I mean? But no. all, all I'm trying to say is I've been very I've had a wonderful life. Yeah. I really have. And uh it's not over yet. I want to cram it full of everything I can I want a full life not a long one right I don't want to be hanging on here when I can't remember what is happening to me so I'm going to make sure I use every second I can to have as exciting a life as I can and I've taken risks and it hasn't always worked so no. you know um, la-
1: you learn from the mistakes don't you so
0: I've made enough of them yeah the, <laughs> you know the funny thing is without one side of life you won't be able to experience the other will you so we all get Cards dealt us, and we got to learn to deal with them.
1: That's it, that's it. Now, you were talking about your wife there. You, you met her when you were just 14, is that right?
0: Yeah, in school. Yeah, I was late for school. How did you woo her? <laughs> woo her? It took me 11 weeks to just find out who she was, because she was like the shadow. She kept moving around, and she was so shy, I couldn't get anywhere near her.
1: Oh, really? There's yeah. no Facebook back then either, is there? You yeah. can't just click and, yeah.
0: No, in the end, uh, a kid who lived three houses down from me said, oh, I know this girl who... who she thinks you like her I went oh yeah who's that he went oh there she is Dan. and she, luckily enough she was walking up the road I went yeah that's her who's that he went oh if you give me some money I'll tell you who it is and I went well, <laughs> like come here you little I'll I you <laughs> anyway I chased him grabbed him put, <laughs> held him to the floor and asked him to tell her that I do like her. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of weeks later, I managed to find out where she lived, a bit of a stalker, and then <laughs> I sent my other mate down to ask her out, and mm. she said only if he asked me himself, so I had to then be brave enough to say to her and ask her, and then her dad came out and I turned and ran off, to be fair. <laughs> he looked quite tall and he looked a bit aggressive, So, <laughs> but he was quite a lovely bloke, to be honest. Well, what was your first date like? Oh, Christ, he wasn't very really talkative. No. Just held her hand, so that meant the world to me, though. Yeah. Took eleven weeks to even get anywhere near, let alone olderan. Yeah, <laughs> that's moving fast by that point. Yeah, yeah. No, it it was weird because I I, I, I got be honest, it was I was on a bus and top floor of the bus. I'm on the back seat, right in the middle, having a go at me mate because he's maybe me spend me dinner money. Oh, what on? On getting to school on time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He He made you do it, didn't he? We
0: normally walk, right? Right. And he was so late, so we had to run down to the bus stop, and Mm. I used my dinner money, so I was having a go at him, Yeah. and then all of a sudden it was, who the hell's that? There was four girls turned and walked down the steps, they were on the front bench, went down the steps, and she was the last one, and it was like, everything stopped, who is that? And I, honestly, how lucky am I? Simple as that. What a
1: lovely, lovely story!
0: Well, we we split up when we were seventeen <laughs> and eighteen. <laughs> 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 stop there! No, no, no. That's That's the best best Disney film ever. <laughs> this <isn't laughs> it? no, it Held would be out of kid. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been a good one, right? But she got engaged to someone else. Then she had cancer. She realised like she wanted me, and I wanted to go back with her. So that was it. And right. What did she get ill when she was young? Yeah, when she was twenty-one, she had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. Oh wow! What well, when she when she was with you or? No, we were split up at that time. Wow, that must you' She be... got engaged to someone else. Yeah. And uh, when she was ill, she realised it was me she wanted to see.
1: Right. I think you learn a lot about yourself in them, in them difficult moments, don't you?
0: Yeah. I put it, though, she really needed treatment. <laughs> well, she was
1: Because
4: <laughs> <laughs> she didn't need him. She <laughs> needed, oh, no, she oh needed...
0: Yeah, she suddenly went back to wanting me. I thought, God, there's something wrong with this young lady. I'm going to have to look after her the rest of my life. <laughs> And to be fair, it's cost me a fortune in, in drugs, like wine and yeah. <laughs> booze. Yeah. And metal detectors. And, yeah. and metal detectors. I've never let her go to the opticians because <laughs> oh, I always kept the lights off. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> love it, love it. I thought, before we get into the whole uh, the, the whole managerial stuff, um, I always like to know the person behind the job. So we've obviously, I've, well, Ro- you and Robbie have known each other for a few years. Stevie and, and, and I have obviously only seen you from what we've seen on the TV and stuff like that. So I'd really like to get to know the man behind the manager, if you will. I was thinking we could do kind of like ten minutes, kinda of quick fire where we're just hitting you with questions that are not football based about you and and, and really get to know Ollie.
0: Can okay. We, can we do have that? I go, yeah, have a go. What's your favourite thing to do on holiday? Depends where we are. I gotta be with people. So recently we've been allowed to go back on holiday with my grandchildren. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm Grampy, I'm everywhere, I'm all over the place doing whatever they want. Trying to get them to blossom, right? And I want them to understand they can do anything that they want if they care about it enough. So that's me. I'm, I'm, I'm lively. I got to be doing something. I don't. You are in the pool? You are diving down. in the pool? I'll, I'll, I'll do all of that. I'll be on a bungee. I'll be doing this. I'll be that. I'll be everywhere. Literally, I can't sit still. You done a bungee jump? I haven't done one yet, but I would do. You know, I'd have a go at all of it. You Which, know, yeah. only scared of snakes, but would you skydive? I'd have a go at that, yeah. Providing that a parachute, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trick question. Man. Uh, uh, if you're like saying, would <laughs> I just jump out of a plane? No, I wouldn't. I'm crying out loud. I'm, what's I'm, he trying to say?
2: I feel like there's a TV show in this. Steve, what, what's he saying though? <laughs> He's not offering it to what you. I say, yeah? Yeah. It's, a,
1: it's, a, it's called who, uh, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of It. Would you do that?
0: Oh, I'd love to do that. Would I mean, you? I would absolutely love to. I'd love that. to see that. ITV, you come and get him. Come no, wait, and get every, him. If they all started that bullshit by talking about someone else behind their back, oh, hang on, come here, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just <laughs> to a bit of that. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I would have to. i um, Whoa! I can't have any of that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, oh, that drives me insane. <laughs> Don't talk about people. Talk to them. Very good. And man. if you've got a problem, like mm. yeah. you, are stinking mate, you know, go and have a shower. <laughs> I would have to say. <laughs> No, I'd have to say it. You can't. What's all that bullshit about, isn't it? Mm. It know, creates drama, though, doesn't it? It creates TV. The worst thing for me, you remember that, sco- that that story about the person who wore no clothes because and they were bullshit. And you know what I mean? The emperor's new... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, mate, you got your winky. On? <laughs> <laughs> I was going I wouldn't be like, no, you can't. Hey, he's got he's butt naked. I'd have to tell him. <laughs> Excuse me, mate, you've been duped. I tell you, I don't know who you are or what you are. Whatever you think they sold you, you got nothing on. (laughs) So that's where I'd be, you know? So hopefully that's why they won't put me in there because I'd have to say how it is.
1: Oh, no, that's exactly why you should go in there. ITV, come and get him. I'll get back to the questions.
0: Would you have stole the strawberries or what? That was terrible. What? What? Would you have stole the strawberries? Amir Khan took the strawberries and took oh! like, well, I was fuming. How dare you? What about everybody else? How could you eat that many? You uh, and you lied. You said you didn't achieve it. Yeah. Oh, didn't I, we, he think that you're gonna you're gonna watch that back and know that he cheated? Yeah. No, not having it. We
1: need
2: Ian Holloway on. I'm a celebrity. Get just me not, out of it.
0: Just not having
2: it. The next question works quite well with. I'm a celeb. What is the weirdest thing that you've ever eaten?
0: I would say some curries when I hated curry. I was terrified of curries. Terrified. <laughs> I was terrified of them. Yeah, because
4: no, my dad
0: was in the navy, right? And he told me these horrible stories when he was in Trincomalee and he, what happened to him. And he, it was graphic. You know. Yeah. <laughs> For, you could almost feel the smell coming out of him. You?
1: I've, Ian, see, I think I know what you're doing. You know when people go and I'm a celebrity, and they have to fill in them forms that says yeah. what you're scared of, and they put, like, snake size, so inevitably on the first episode they have to eat a snake eye. You're thinking one step ahead, and you're no. going, I'm really scared of
0: curries yeah. and steaks. No, 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 no. Massages. I Massages. You're asking me what uh, I, I have grown into a curries. I, I love them so much now. Mm. My wife went on a course and, and did some cooking but what we do we have one rice between us and sometimes three mains right now think about it (laughs) you have one that you know that you is your banger you you know you at least like that and then try two different ones that you haven't ever tasted before and gradually do the and if you don't like it you'll think oh i won't have that again but i've gradually gone up to some of the hot ones not a foul. I hot not do that Ooh. no you would not want to be anywhere near me even my dogs don't get anywhere near me if i have anything like that. what's the banger what's your regular go to curry um it depends on which shop it is we as i say we've moved 48 times so and the first thing we do is try and find a fantastic curry house mm-hmm. we've got the bengal bear right by us in the box is absolutely brilliant um the boys are brilliant and you you can have everything you want they've they've got their own um style and their chef does his own menu. Oh. And you got to be there for for his lamb one. Right. I'm not going to say the name of it. Um it's a patty bola. <laughs> I just said the name of it. It's <laughs> it's a he a, it does a chicken patty bola that is to die for. Yeah. Where is this? It's in box. Box. Yeah. And down in,
1: down in the West Country. Love it. Love it. What's your favorite curry, Stevie?
2: I'm, I I can't handle
3: spice
1: You're in
2: chicken tikka masala,
3: yeah. man, are not you?
1: You are. I'm yeah. a madras. What are you?
3: Chicken tikka buna is my default. That's why I go, first of all, to test a curry house. I'll have a chicken tikka buna because I've had enough of those. I can then judge the curry house based on that control nice thing yeah i like you. it a
1: lot who's who's the person that's made you the most starstruck you must have met a lot of celebrities like for me and um we've met a lot of celebrities lucky enough that they've come in here and shared their stories for me i always get starstruck when i meet footballers because even though i work with a few because i because i idolize them and i've idolized them since a kid and they're doing the dream that we all wish that we did um you did do it obviously but they're the ones that make me starstruck so i could see like like Ricky Gervais coming here, and obviously I love love the man to bits. But then I'll see like Craig Dawson, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that'll do it. So, obviously, We're going to say Craig David then. <laughs> but obviously, you've been around footballers your whole life. I'm sure that they don't have that effect on you. So, are there any traditional sort of celebrities <coughs> that you would you'd be a bit starstruck by?
0: I'm going to contradict you here totally. The bloke who made me go all gooey once was, was Kenny leash Oh wow! Because um, it took me a long while to get anywhere near the Premier League or playing at that level. So I I played in all four divisions and Ken was a hero of mine. He was a player manager mm. at Liverpool. And mm. he not only was he that, he scored the winning goal in the European Cup to, to get him to win that as well, doing that. So I actually bumped into him. And I asked him for his autograph, he thought I was taking the piss. Like, No, I my wife knew it, so we were there, and I just had to ask him, and he was such a wonderful thought of joking. Yeah. But for me, it's what he's also done as well mm. with his wife. They've done things for charities and whatever. The bloke's an absolute legend. Hero. So when I met him, i have been driving around Scotland for a holiday, and we my wife bought me his, a book that was read by him. Oh, my God, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Love so to, to bump into him and then I had to ask him for his autograph. and Yeah. What have you done with that autograph? I got a special little bit where no one else sees them. I just got them myself, my mm. the, my, my little treasures. And that's, it's in there. I
1: think that's quite a respectable thing, like asking for someone for an autograph. That's quite... Because nowadays, and there's nothing wrong with this, but nowadays it's all about the selfie, isn't it? Mm. Because they want to post that photo online and inevitably get likes and a bit of what the kids call clout these days. Whereas an autograph is quite a special thing in it like I collect signed shirts and I don't know why but there's just something about that scribble done by them on, on on that bit of material there's something special about it so I really I really rate
0: that to actually meet someone who you've thought an awful lot about mm-hmm. and then let that moment go and have nothing for it don't seem right to me so yeah, I, I haven't done it to everybody no of course not of course you know, I don't, hello mate how are you yeah. can you sign that no yeah. I don't do that all the time it was just something that I felt oh my God. Yeah. It's it, the dull leash, you know? For me, he was almost like, oh my just God. Just ne- next
1: level, innit? it? Yeah, there
0: was yeah. one, there was a goal he set up for for uh, on match of the day one night. Mm. Uh, he, he controlled it with the outside of his right foot turn and he played Ian Rush through and Ian Rush scored. He played it from the halfway line and put him clean in. Uh, the bloke's a genius, do you mm. know what I mean? And because most centre forwards or goal scorers, they just want to stay up front and do, he was so creative mm. and I, it was the way that he he's always been so humble, you know, and mm. that's the human being that he is.
1: Yeah, you know. Imagine if you met him and he was a dickhead; that'd have been hard to take, wouldn't it? It
0: would. That that is hard. That would be hard, you yeah. know, um, because things don't always work out, you know. Did they? When they're like that, Steve Perryman was my hero, and then mm. I he was my manager at Brentford. It all went horribly wrong. Right. You know. Mm. Uh, I you know I don't know what else to say about that. There was nothing, yeah. nothing good to say because my time out there went horribly wrong. But mm. I was disappointed then. I haven't been with Kenny Dalglish in mm. any way, shape or form, you know, and and to have been fortunate enough to have had some of the midfield influences that I had late on in my life, played with Alan Ball right when he was 36 at Bristol Rovers, who was an absolute legend of a person.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Ray Wilkins. Wow. Played with him at QPR. Um, Jerry Francis and Kenny Hibbert every day at Bristol Rovers, we had to try and get the ball off of them too. They were both 30 Oh, we couldn't get anyone near us. <laughs> me, and me, me and Andy Reese, we got out of a tyre factory up in uh, Wolverhampton, you know? So we they were training us every day and uh, mm. it's been such a joy. Mm. So every minute of it, I've just tried to do the best I can to listen and learn and, and you know to meet these wonderful people along the way is somewhat sensational, mm. you know? And since I've been in the media side of things i've had such a wonderful time going on talk sport and the people you meet on those shows there is quite incredible
1: mm. well now you're Absolutely. sat next to robbie knox so it's um, unbelievable go, yeah. look at it
0: <laughs> look very at very that calm. tash i mean it is free. Free <laughs> <laughs> 118 isn't it it's 118
1: <laughs> i'll I t- I tell you what before we uh, get back into these questions robbie you've actually got a great story about yeah, ollie i remember
3: because we, we we used to chat quite a lot at soccer am days when i was mm. when i was there you came on as a guest quite a lot in those times i remember one of my jobs i used to do the guest interviews you remember I'd, I'd phone up the guests i'd go through all the questions have a little chat write an interview for tim and helen to do on the show and i remember phoning you up one day i um, going oh, ian it's robbie from soccer am you got five minutes for a quick chat because you're on the show at the weekend i, I just said have you, have you got time for a quick chat um, yeah, and we had like 10, 15-minute chat. Like I said, where are you, were you, were you going on holiday this year? How are the team doing and all this? Like, just asking you loads, loads of questions. And at the end of it, I said, all right, Ian, shall I sort out a car for you then for the weekend? You went, oh, am I on the show, am I? I went, yeah, we raised you with your agent. And I went, Ian, why, why did you think I was asking you all these questions? And you said, oh, I just thought you'd phone up for a chat. <laughs>
2: That's so nice. I love that. Yeah. So j- j- j-
3: He's such a nice blue. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise he was at work. <laughs> that was so lovely that I thought I could just phone you up for a fifteen-minute chat about your holidays. Yeah, but that, that's what normally happens with me. I just have a chat, you know.
1: Yeah, I love that. Right, let's get so back good. into these questions.
3: Well, I've got one. It. What, what would be? What's your go-to
0: karaoke song? Oh, what a question that um, is. That's quite easy for me. Oh, go on. Luther Vandross down 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 ding 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 down keep going Come on. Keep I doing. don't know it mate two. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just pretending I do <laughs> 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 what <laughs> is <laughs> thousand it? thousand kisses oh okay thousand Pakistan! kisses for you is never enough never done. too much never too much never too much down 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 I phoned you up and you were there and I was broken
1: Yeah, yes I love it I love it what's the
0: world's most pointless animal? Um, kangaroo. <laughs> Why? Well, you've got two back legs that are that good and you've got no goddamn front legs. And, they're like, oh. and all you want to do is beat people up. I mean, what sort of an animal is that? <laughs> Seriously, if you ever come in anywhere near one of them, they go, come on in, come on in. <laughs> what are they, a frustrated boxer or something? I love how quick that was. Yeah. you thought about that before, in not you? No, no, I didn't even know you were going to ask me. The whole point is... Coming on here, you mm. you. I have to be authentic. Ask me a question, I'll answer it. and yeah. Whatever you get is how I really think. And yeah. No, I love I just, that. If if you are a kangaroo, <laughs> any any out there listening? Seriously, <laughs> yeah. right? You got a tail that big, you can sit back on it. I mean, I mean, bro, What's the point? I would want four legs as good as my back too, and then I could make a real difference. You know <laughs> Make an impact, can you? Dish the tail, get rid of the tail. Have four, four legs like the back two, and away you go. Uh, when We'd you be say unstoppable,
2: you know, we? when you say make a difference, what what difference does the animals to, tend to, to make? The
0: animal, yeah. I mean, uh, a
2: yeah. meant in the world. Yeah, no, uh, well, I want
0: to make a mean, change. What's the point of being in Australia, you know, and nowhere else? In, in defence of kangaroos, you're yeah. not rating the pouch. No, I don't make the pouch at all. You've got a <laughs> Joey in it. I mean, God, oh, Christ. <laughs> that is just a little version of the animal he already yeah, hates.
3: Like <laughs> a little pet.
0: Yeah. And it's just like a suck on, isn't it It's
3: <laughs> like a <laughs> carrying device. It doesn't look
0: right, does it? It doesn't look right, does <laughs> it?
3: What other animals have pockets, though? <laughs>
0: Well, we have pockets. I mean, look at that. <laughs> yeah. you got two there, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you so might have four, four at it all, yeah. Two around the bank.
1: Okay, so Ian Holloway's most pointless animal is the kangaroo. That's the exclusive for you if anyone out there wants to use that. What's been your most extravagant purchase in your life?
0: A camper van. Oh, okay. Okay. Really? Yeah. I had a choice to have a vehicle to drive around in or a mobile home. So we bought a VW California. Oh, lovely. Just so get about, cut I, the bed I, I can, in the I can drive about and then I can also sleep in it and I can cook in it and I got a fridge. <laughs> so, you know, you can go home in your, in your range rover. But unlucky, you can't do the things that I can do in the
3: <laughs> After you've moved out 48 times, you might as well just make your car a house. Yeah, yeah, that would have made
0: sense. <laughs> <laughs> do, do,
1: do you ever, do you ever just pitch up somewhere like side of the road or something and it's a bit scary? Oh, no, you got to have a, you got to have an electric hookup otherwise you Oh, know. I get you. So you have to like book ahead and all that stuff. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Uh,
0: do you have any tattoos? Yeah. Oh, what do you have? Well, the main one is on my, or am I going to show you? My son's a tattooist. Oh. So when he's good enough, I said, you can do me one. He's done three. On oh, wow.
1: Hair. Oh, that is a, I would have never, ever guessed that you'd have that. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali knocking out Sonny List. Yeah. Wow. What that an iconic does. image. I'm gonna. I, yeah. If this is a YouTube clip, I'll put that up now. That is, it's, it's done really well. Let me get a bit close and have a look at that. Yeah, that is, that is really good. Isn't Your son done that? Yeah. He's yeah. decent. He's decent. He's getting. He, he,
0: he had to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when done it.
1: Is that is that the only tattoo you've got?
0: No, I got a Native American Indian. Yeah. I was going to say Red Indian, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. Still dead. I used to cry when I was a kid. Yeah, I got it right. <laughs> When I was a kid, when the cowboys shot an Indian, I used to cry. Right. Oh, I loved the, the Indians, how they lived. Yeah. And then I'm going to do some other things around that to get a full sleeve. I want a full sleeve. So.
1: Why not? Why not? Happy
0: days. Oh, I love that.
1: Love that a lot. Love that a lot. Um, Ian, what's the greatest TV show ever made? Oh, it's tough on this.
0: Oh, that is a tough one. One I used to enjoy the most was Tom and Jerry when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you laughing You're a man of
1: culture are you, are you, yeah, drink,
0: I, you drink wine and do paintings And then you no. just said Tom and Jerry's Tom the and best. Jerry I, I mean just... not being funny They've just brought out a new movie That's quite hilarious But you know I'm going to go into <laughs> I have to say I think the Game of Thrones When I watched that all the way through Some of the It, it looked real mm. it, it was absolutely incredible with dragons and god knows what Yeah I couldn't get into that Couldn't you do it? No. Nope. Jack doesn't like anything that couldn't happen in real life well, he doesn't like anything, then, does he? <laughs> What's real life, mate? What, Jack, so, it, describe what real life is. So, like,
1: if if they're like knocking about, kings and queens, chatting and that, giving each other baths, whatever they do on Game of Thrones, yeah. that's fine. If a dragon fucking flies through, sets someone on fire, I'm out. Can't, Why not? Because I, I need to live. I need to pretend. How, to- how
0: do you know there weren't dragons years ago? God, that was not dragons, is it?
2: Well, it's dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, there's the, Yeah.
0: yeah how th- do you know there was never dragons? You don't know. We don't. There's so many things we don't know. Mrs. Holloway might be out with a metal detector to find a dragon. Dragon there tooth. A dragon metal tooth. dragon. <laughs> yeah,
3: but hang
0: on. Yeah. yeah. Why would she find a dragon? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying, to, I'm, on your side. I'm trying to help Are you. That's, here. Really? that's not helping me, mate. You're making me look an absolute blur. But it might just be on the surface. <laughs> the surface find. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the find I'm a metal dragon.
1: Oh, I love that.
0: I love now, that. You, you, how, how can you write off, hmm. off Merlin, maybe? You're saying hmm. me that there wasn't, you know, Knights at a round table. How do you know that none of that happened? No, nah, it might
1: have done. Time travel, that's something I can't get behind. <laughs> if, you can, if, if you've got time travel in your show, that can go for me. Like,
0: as a, Time travel's never existed, is it, Ian? Um, I'm not quite sure, mate. You didn't have much of a childhood, did you? By the sound of it, <laughs> nobody read you some books, did they? <laughs> Good God, a life, Jack! What's been happening? Right, time so, for school, Jack. Out you go, mate. <laughs> he hated <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I, 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 what I liked about Tom and Joey the, the, the mouse always beat the cat The cat's face turned into whatever it is It's yep. just hilarious <laughs> and it, The iron the ironing board, everything it, It's just absolutely brilliant <laughs> <laughs> Thomas, is that you again? <laughs> What's your party trick? I haven't got one oh. I'm just too busy dancing, I like dancing I'm not very good at it, but I just have a go What's your go-to dance move then? <laughs> Your drop leg at the back there. I'll show you it in a minute. Oh. Trouble is, my knee might go, you know?
1: Yeah, but you still give it a go. Give it a crack.
0: I, I Listen, I just love music. I, I have to say, when I found out my daughters are deaf, it, it crucified me because I didn't think they could hear music. But I was wrong. They feel it. Oh really? So they, they they get even more out of it than we do because they feel it. You know what I mean? It's it's incredible. So my, yeah, my, I, I've loved music all my life.
1: My mate's deaf, and he played. He, he's actually a really good footballer. Plays for Great Britain deaf team as well. But he's he tried to explain to me once how that works. Can you explain to us a bit about that? The, the feel and the music is the is it the bass? How does that?
0: No, the the vibrations of it. You know, is they they can't hear obviously what we can hear, but you know they can feel it through wherever they are. So if you at uh, a uh, a barbecue, and someone's got some music as a DJ in the in the corner, in a fete or whatever, mm. they can actually get close enough to feel it, you know. And um, fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, it, they lost a sense. My daughters have lost a sense, you know, and uh, their other ones make up for it. You know, we right. we we, we were on holiday, um, and we were walking along, listening to the the water, the waves coming in. Yeah, and. My daughter went, what's wrong? And I went, oh, you can't hear that beautiful sound of that. And she went, are you watching the diamonds dancing on the water, Dad? So she couldn't understand what I was talking about, but she made me see the lights on the water dancing in her way of seeing it. So there's beauty out there as long as you look for it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that is so, That's yeah, that's, that, that is so, so lovely, yeah. So try you sort your life out and think about are there any things that I don't need damn proof of you know <laughs> in other words he's only going to believe there was a dragon one one time when it falls out of the sky and it's him straight in a bleeding head look at that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I am very much that way inclined I'm a see it to believe it kind of man
0: oh my god <laughs>
1: No imagination. No imagination whatsoever. I I, I, I I like to draw and make things up, and I I'm, I'm very like I write stories and stuff like that. As a kid, I, I was a kid. boring then, isn't they
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Went to school. Went well, back I walked school. along the street and I met my no friends. <laughs> Hey? Well, so is no good for you then, eh? No. Nah. The
1: back of a wardrobe. I never thought I'd be getting verbally beat up by Ian well, Holland. No, no, you're but not, I but I I'm it.
0: just saying the lack of imagination here, kid, that's a bit worrying.
1: Yeah. All right. F- final question then. What's the best impression you can do?
0: I'm not sure I can do any. You did a good Tom and Jerry one there a second ago, yeah? Mm. What well, yeah, well that's had to be visual, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the old <laughs> face turned into a an iron. Um No, I'm not sure I do one really. Do you not? No. Can you do any accents apart from your own? Um, no, mine's silly enough, isn't it? Really, <laughs>
2: it's a good, a good West Country accent.
0: No, I, I'm three parts Scottish, so I can. Who are you, Jimmy? See you, Jimmy.
2: I don't know what just happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you try That's to speak yeah. that? <laughs> no, I didn't. No, no, I certainly wouldn't try and do that. But
1: there we go. There, there's uh, some. Uh, uh, th- okay, who can you do then? Impressions wise, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shooey Griffin from Family Guy That's my go-to are you I familiar? Yeah, yeah Little bloke with a round head Rugby head Hey Brian How are you doing there? <laughs> is that all right? Yeah, is that me. not bad? You can do uh, No
2: I can't <laughs> yes, you <laughs> can <laughs> I can't <laughs> He always makes me do Marge Simpson But I can't do it So go it's on. just me doing it really badly oh, Yeah you go. <clears throat>
3: <clears throat> <clears throat> hey homie That's good isn't it? That's good You're getting better over better the years That was better than I normally do it better be over fair. the years Robbie you got any? All I can do is A Northern Irish accent <laughs> Hello, Ian. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I will quickly call him out here for doing Stewie Giff- Griffin. He says he doesn't like anything that can't happen, but he likes a show with a talking dog. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> it's a
1: cartoon. Maybe I have got imagination. We'll have to find out. Right, we'll go for a, we'll go for a little break there. When we come back, we're going to get into the nitty gritty of management. And Ian, I don't know if you've been briefed on this, but we've got some of your best ever quotes and we're going to ask you to fill in the blank. So there we go. First half, all about Ian, the person. Second half, all about Ian the manager. Join us in a bit. Hello, guys. Welcome back to Jack Makes Happy Hour podcast. We're in full flow now, still here with my mates Stevie and Robbie and the legend himself, Ian Holloway. Now, Ian, we got to know the man behind the management in the first half. Let's talk about management. Or is this something that you're a bit bored of talking about after all the years?
0: You can never get bored of management. I think absolute privilege and honour to have done it for one day, let alone for nearly 20 years. Yeah. Some, you, some of it went well, some of it didn't, but that's life. Did you
1: prefer the management side to the playing side?
0: Um, it's a whole new challenge. Um, I think playing was easier because you you just have to listen to what your gaffer says, tr- go out there and try and do it as good as you can, mm. knowing you'll make mistakes, honest ones, But um, and then you wait for him to tell you what you got right, what you got wrong. Mm. Um, and it wasn't until I'd been through about 14, 15 different managers till one of them actually helped me. Oh really, Jerry Francis? Yeah, he he could tell you what you did wrong. So what was what were those first fourteen not doing? No, they just say you, you you didn't play very well, and I go why why why? I I was one of them. Why? Yeah. When it came to football, and I wanted to learn. So, um, Jerry Francis was just quite exceptional in that front. He he could tell you that oh your man scored and you were looking too much at the ball so your shoulders have come that way and if you just do a quarter turn you can see him so it's about your vision oh you wow unreal so yeah. in any position he could put us right and make us a team and a unit and he made me understand how important it was to to build before the ball comes to build and get everybody ready so you got a shape yeah and it it's not just you
1: right you were a midfielder as a player weren't you yeah yeah. Which modern day player would you say you were most like in terms of your playing style?
0: I was a piano carrier, if that makes any sense, right? As a midfield player, you needed to be able to get from box to box. I could run all day long. I had a Duracell battery. I could literally run. I could try and get a tackle in, and I would pass it quickly to whoever is good at passing. Yeah, I didn't try those hard passes because I wasn't very good at them. <laughs> <laughs> literally, that, and that's why I found my way into a team, you know, and so if I can describe it, I would carry the piano onto the stage and let Ray Wilkins sit down and play it. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't ever try and play it because I knew it would sound horrible. So I knew. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm, what you mean. Yeah. You know, you had, for me, you had to know your limitations and know your strengths and, mm. and try and play to that. So, you know, don't get me wrong, I could pass and move quickly. I understood all of that as I was brought up at Bristol Rovers. Very, very fortunate to the upbringing I had, if not in possession of the ball, getting in a position to get it. Mm. And really, until I was 29, I didn't really use that. I only got to the higher level when I was 29 when Jerry Francis took me to QPR. And wow, what a team I was in. Mm. You know, uh, people who I'd seen on the telly um, playing for England. And the next minute, they're my teammates. So it was quite remarkable. But I don't think there's anybody like me, you know, because the ones now... Probably pass it better than I did, right? You know, so I can't really, you know, I I was a combative midfield player, not the biggest, not the strongest, but I could run all day.
1: Bit of a Declan Rice there, or
0: nowhere near as good as Declan Rice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one, nowhere, nowhere near like that, you know, because mm. he he's a machine. He can eat up the ground, you know. I I, I was light footed and very slight, whereas mm. he's a bigger unit and he can mark. You know, I I I probably wouldn't have a career now if I'm being brutally honest, you know, at the top flight because. I didn't tick all the boxes. I was just one of them who could go up and down and get a foot in. You yeah. know? So with the influx of the better players from abroad, I don't think I would have actually made it at that level now, if I'm being brutally
1: honest. That is very honest. You started as a player manager, didn't you? But In your management career. How
0: difficult is that? That seems like juggling too many things. It was absolutely impossible. The reason I got it was I was 33 and they... Bristol Rovers wanted me back to play because they knew I was still fit. I knew a fella who knew the owner who was an ex-trainer of mine Mm -hmm. who helped me with my fitness. Ex-runner he was called John Gingell. He told them, Christ, this bloke's going to play till he's 37. And I could have done. So they signed me and paid me one lot of money to do two jobs. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, QPR offered me, I was 33, they offered me a extended two-year contract, but I got four years at Bristol Rovers. Oh, right. And it was on a blue form, which was really important. That was a player's contract. So they couldn't sack me. Oh. They didn't realise that, but they couldn't. <laughs> yeah. They had to pay me every penny. So that's why I took it. It is an impossible job. That's why, hence, I thought Kenny Doglish was a genius. So mm. when I met him, I nearly melted. So,
3: <laughs> Fair.
0: Is it hard to retain
3: the respect of your teammates when you're are they going to doubt your decisions if you're playing yourself,
0: not there. <laughs> the, the, the truth of it is, Rob, how can I see what's happening behind me Yeah. if I'm in the centre of midfield? How can I take a, a view of it, how to improve anything? If I can't see the overall picture, you have to be out on the side as a manager and you have to have a peripheral vision where you don't just see the ball, you see where your team shape is. So yeah. I literally found it impossible to try and play well, try and run the team and also then take the training and train myself. It was almost ridiculous. Yeah, yes. And then scout as well. It, it was honestly absolutely ridiculous. Is, is
1: it, that's pretty much a dying thing now, isn't it? Like you won't get many player managers at the top,
0: top I, level? I hope you don't. I think now it is totally impossible. You know, and this is why I think Kenny Dalglish is my hero because I asked him how did you find it? He went, it wasn't me. Right, I had to do none of the management. They just said, "A uh, uh, gaffer, just make sure you're fit to play." So, you know, and he said, "I had managers in their own right in waiting, helping me, and I just got all the credit for it." Yeah,
2: yeah. Cause right? you're bound to make wrong decisions and take off the wrong people if you can't quite see exactly what's happened.
0: Yeah, so he he was the manager. Of it, the player manager of it, but he had
2: you Ronnie didn't Moran. get that deal. <laughs> he had Ronnie
0: Moran helping him, and
2: yeah.
4: do you know what
0: I mean. It was quite incredible, but that's just typical him, you know. Mm. The thing is, you can lead, right? And I had a lot of young lads. I played uh, Simon Bryant, who was only sixteen. I had uh, Lewis Hogger, who was seventeen, and they were midfield players, up and coming young midfielders. And I put myself sub and played them. <coughs> Mm. Because how can I coach them in the week and then pick myself, who's thirty three, mm. ahead of them? It don't, you know, it was counterproductive. But
1: if you did pick yourself and put yourself on, would that get a hostile reception from the other players who are like, oh, he's playing himself, he's playing himself? Because like, even if I play Sunday league and and then I've I've we didn't really have a manager, so I'll do a bit here <laughs> and there. I'd always want to play. Like, that's all you want to do, especially at the shit level. You don't want to just go up, wake up on a Sunday morning and go and watch. So I'd always play myself, even though I'm not very good. And other people would be like, you're a knobhead. Fuck off. Like, did you ever...
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I probably got called a knobhead, but they didn't <laughs> do it to my face because I was quite aggressive. But the facts are, throughout the week training, no one worked harder than me, right? And the funny right. thing was, I was probably fitter at 33 than I'd ever been in my life. like Carried on till I was 37, and I, I think I was even fitter then, but I could outrun most of them even then. Oh, wow. So they couldn't really argue with me selecting myself, but I, I didn't like it. And I got booked, I think it was 17 times because I was arguing with the referee all the time yeah. because everything was so vital. Yeah. And then I was arguing with the press. So I was just Mr. Angry, you know? I was like Victor Meldrew every minute of every day. <laughs>
1: And it's, it's quite stre- quite stressful, isn't it? it?
0: Well, my wife said, why, "Why are you becoming a result? Surely you're not a result, are you?" <laughs> mm. It was almost—I'd say it was impossible, yeah. you know, to care as much as I did for that club and and do it and try and get it right, mm. as the results showed in the end.
1: It's quite an amateur question, but like, is it hard? Being a because man- like when we watch on TV, we can see like, and of course we haven't got the managerial knowledge, but we can see from an aerial perspective, like, oh, he's let- Cresswell's not running up far, he's not overlapping, blah blah blah. Managers see it from that from the same view as the players, don't they? So why do managers not like go up in the stand, if you know um, what I mean, and see it, see the bigger picture? You,
0: you feel too detached mm. from there, right? You know, you need to feel. That you're with them, but you, although you're on the same level, you can actually come back out and you have to not stare at the ball. Yeah, and it's something that must be hard. That is something that you've got to get into to see the structure. Life's about the structure, you know. And if you can have an over overview of all of it, it is great. But mm. you then lose that connectivity to your team. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but um, so. You- I've tried all the different sorts of things with a suit, without a suit, with a tracksuit on, sit up in the stand in the first half, come back down to try. It, it, you know, at the end of the day, if you go one down, you're straight back down there. You've got to, you know, because <laughs> yeah, I mean? yeah. you want to try and. In affect, the trenches. Yeah, you, you have to let them know that you're with them and, and you have to develop your own style. Mm. You can't be someone else, it has to be you. And that's the difficult thing. You can't copy yourself. Onto someone else, you you know, you might use someone as a mentor, but you cannot, you're never going to be them. Sir Alec Ferguson is unique in his own style. Every one of these managers are totally unique in their own style and you have to be confident enough to find your own way.
1: I think Arsenal fans sort of fell into that trap when they got Arteta and they thought they were getting the next Pep because it, it worked under them. But they're two completely different, different managers, aren't they?
0: you might know someone's methods, but you don't know what he's thinking and you don't know how he's going to affect that person.
1: That's very true. So,
0: you know, at the end of the day, just because someone's worked with someone, for me, that doesn't give them any credibility whatsoever. Right. You might be fortunate enough to have seen his methods, but that don't mean you can do it.
1: Yeah, you're not the one cooking the meal, are you? You just That's watch exactly them cooking. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. It.
2: From a fan's perspective, we don't really get to see how managers become managers. I think like from our point of view, we hear about like coaching badges and stuff like that. Mm. What is the process like to actually become a fully fledged manager?
1: Uh, how funny on the way up when we were talking about this and, and, and Fiona thought we said coaching badgers. She genuinely thought...
4: Oh, coaching yeah, badgers?
1: Yeah. badgers. <laughs> You're you, 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 you
4: A for B, badger. Yeah. <laughs>
1: in, in her mind, all managers had these badgers that they had to coach with, which is... Who, uh,
0: who in the hell would want to coach a badger? <laughs> <laughs> they are evil things. <laughs> Worse than kangaroos? No, we, we were attacked by one um when we were camping once, he was after what was in our bloody rubbish bag in the tent. Never been so scared in my life. They're See, massive, aren't they? They
1: yeah. are huge. Yeah, bro. we ran one over accidentally. Oh, obviously accidentally <laughs> yeah. we win. It's getting about did a badger, <laughs> yeah. did you? And they're, they're rapid as well. Like it was sprinted across the road. It was proper it was it You must have hit it gone a bit bump. Yeah, we hit it with some yeah. They got some meat behind them, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Poor fucker. I wouldn't want to argue with him, would you? No, but then, but then again, if you did argue a one, you had a kangaroo in your corner. I'd, I'd back you.
0: No, the badger would rip it to bits. You reckon? Yeah, fair no, enough. I, think so. <laughs> <laughs> I a love TV that show idea. <laughs> <laughs> whole, animal fights.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I love that. I've asked how to become a manager, and we're talking about a kangaroo
4: yeah, what, fighting a badger. To the
2: question. I love it.
4: I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> I was sold you, lot of mad on the way up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, feel, I feel quite at home. <laughs>
2: That's good. So, yeah, on, what, what is the process of becoming a manager?
0: Wow. Uh, probably your playing careers fade fading and you're thinking about the rest of your life and what you're going to do. Really, my, mine started that when I was 15 and 16. I was made to take my badges. Oh, really? At Bristol Rovers, yeah. We were made because they felt it would improve you if you have knowledge of the game and try and teach other people out about the game. You will benefit from it, so they put us on our coaching badges, mm. um, and at the end of the day, I was told that you might have a chance to be a manager if you communicate the way that you do, mm-hmm. so that was it, I put a target in my head, I'm going to be a football player, and then I'm going to be a football manager, and I set about doing it, so I was probably seven when I set that bench mark. Seven? Yeah, yeah. What? On my life. Fucking. You, you, I'm like, look at you. You look astounded. Uh, I knew what I wanted to do and nothing was going to stop me. But that's amazing. That's amazing because there's so many people
1: out there who like our age, like who who don't even know what they want to do now. So to be seven and be like, I'm going to be a football manager and to achieve that to the level that you did. That's quite astounding.
0: Yeah. Well, when, when the careers officer went to your, I'm sorry, you're an absolute idiot. You got no chance. Do you realize how difficult that is? Yeah. I said, you're not me. You don't know well, you're not going to be big enough, are you? I said, you're not me, you haven't got a clue, so do me a (laughs) favour. Get out of my face. (laughs) Then he set a badger on him. And he was seven. That was was one, I was 13, that was one of the most soul-destroying things I could ever remember about school. And I thought, well, that person has no idea who I am and what I'm going to do. So how dare you tell me that I can understand he was trying to prepare me for the worst, but mm. you're an idiot. Yeah. How can you be a careers advisor and officer and absolutely slaughter what I want to do? You. Belsky. you can you can swear <laughs> can i yeah. what twat. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: think back then as well they were very like they were very they'd put their opinions across whereas now it's like
3: you can be whatever you want yeah, it's like very every... different now from when i was at school was, oh mm. you can you can achieve anything it wasn't no do you want to be an accountant or a lawyer <laughs> <Yeah. Doctor>. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's good
1: uh, or, or vital i should say is it vital th- to become a good manager that you had to have had a you, you you have to play at the highest level so you understand the way the, the game works. Because look at like, Sari, like he, I think he was a banker or something, wasn't he? He wasn't even a footballer.
0: You don't have to You don't have to have played the game to understand the game. You don't have to. No? You don't, no. Um, the beautiful thing about it is like a game of chess on the grass. Hmm. And the, you can't control where the people say, oh, we're going to manage the game. (laughs) You try and manage where a football goes, right? You're Mm. not being funny. Um, It's different. If it's windy, it's pretty difficult to get hold of it anyway. And then you've got a mind trying to get everybody thinking the same way. And then the opposition are trying to take it off you. So all this control in the game. Yeah, you can try, but there's going to be a period where the game is out of control. Mm. What you have to do is understand and try and make your team believe in the overall picture you're trying to paint. And the, the beautiful thing is you only do the outline. They are the ones that do the painting. And, and the masterpieces that anybody could create on a Saturday has come from the people doing it, not the bloke on the sidelines. And when you realise that, you'll actually understand what being a manager is about. It's leading the people to believe that they can do it and letting them do it. It's nothing to do with you. That's a good
1: point. So that leads me on to this. So what do you think now of managers being fired after a small run of bad results? Like, look at the Watford model we're seeing now. Like, they they change the manager every couple of weeks, it seems. <coughs> like, But then it's interesting to me hearing from an actual manager saying that the manager can't affect it that much. Because it is, it is a weird one when you see the, the manager get fired. And it's like, well, they're the 11 men on the field that have fucked it. Like... Did you, do you know, I guess there's a question in there yeah, somewhere.
0: Foot, football is, is followed fashions, you mm. know, and, um, and if I can say it, that we've now got a foreign model. Yeah. You know, you're a coach. Mm. You're not our first team manager, because literally when I started, you have to manage the club. Yeah. You would be in control of the contracts, how much someone, who's your chopper, and how much the next one's going to be, how much your budget you've got. You've got other people in charge of that now because it's a multi-million pound business, right? And you are just a coach who tries to lead by example, mm. you know? And really, you're being undermined left, right and centre. And the more layers you have above you, the management, <coughs> managing above and up is the hardest bit of it all. Mm. Because you never used to have that many layers. You were, that's the, Owner, you talk to the owner. He asks you what was wrong with you last week, and oh, we sorry, we didn't do that. And you now, it's there's chief executives, there's this, there's that, there's this, there's that, there's director of football. It's it's all gone mad because the game has attracted quite rightly sponsorship from TV. Because where can you write drama like that? You just can't. It's beautiful. You're not gonna, you can't make anything as powerful as this in life and people care about you can't force that on anyone Mm. it is us it is how we live Mm -hmm. we're being part of that and and to have been the manager of anybody for one I have appreciated that like you won't believe and when it's gone wrong I'm devastated when Mm. I left Plymouth and I I left everything that was working really well because I had an argument with the board and and I didn't I couldn't you can't really talk about all of those things then but I regret that Big time, yeah. Because those I genuinely felt, the Green Army deserved me to feel like that, and then all of a sudden I'm gone. I'm gone to Leicester. Leicester, yeah. And that went terribly wrong. But it wasn't because it went terribly wrong that I regretted it. I realised that what I meant to those people, mm. I ruined because it wasn't real how I left. Mm. I read so, a quote
1: saying that it was your parents that taught you about loyalty and stuff and then you regret it because of that. Is, is yeah, it, yeah. It, was,
0: it was to do with that. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and loyal... With, football's not loyal to you, is it? No, it's... If you it's, look at a manager these days, do you know? Yeah. I mean, the last one at Bristol Road, he had 12 weeks. What can you do in 12 weeks to change anything?
1: How long yeah. do you think you need to change a team? I,
0: I, I don't think any manager should be... I think the rules should change and I think every club that starts the season with a manager has to finish... That season with the manager and oh, you wow. can only change him at the end of the season. Like a transfer window. Absolutely. Makes That's sense. interesting. That'd be quite cool. A transfer
2: window for I managers. Think, yeah. That is that yeah. Imagine buy, trying to steal managers. managers. Yeah.
3: Good, yeah. yeah. isn't it? Wow. How
1: how long do you do you think Moise would have come good at United? Cuz cuz there's a, when you think about managers not be, like being promised a project and not being given the amount of time,
0: that's the man that comes to your mind. Moise is a great man. I've known him an awful long time and uh you know me, I would say whatever I felt at any one point of time, mm. he never got given a chance at Manchester United. No. Not ever. Um I think he made a big mistake. I would have kept Mike feeling Mm -hmm. I would have kept Sir Alex's assistant to help me see how Man United runs. Yes, Sir Alex wanted him, it was a hell of an honour to Mm -hmm. give him the job, but he took all his staff from Everton who finished fourth and Mm -hmm. never been higher than fourth. So how are they going to know how Man United work? So I think that, but he he was discarded far too quickly, um, in my opinion, and I'm delighted for him now he was discarded by west ham he was yeah um the rest of his career wherever he went didn't go very well and now look at him mm. he's risen back to the top because i believe people will want to play for him
1: he's turned the club around uh, it, 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 literally, I, I, I've said this before on the podcast. When, when West Ham got him back, I thought it showed no ambition, and but because we, because we didn't give him no, enough time the first time around, so we only saw like you the... gave
0: him no respect for what he did for you in the first period. Don't start to me about you West Hammers. <laughs> yeah, it, God, it, Ian's, the way Ian's got a vendetta against so. that. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, but he, he, when he come back, he's completely he's completely changed ever. I don't think there's a West Ham fan out there that, that doesn't absolutely love him. And if there if there is... You were
0: lucky you weren't in the ground last year because you'd just been starting in some of them games when you were nil-nil. <laughs> get yeah. off, <laughs> woo, woo,
4: That's football
3: for you, Ian. That no, is that's look football at you. for you. Oh, managers. I'm old enough to remember when Alex Ferguson was on the brink of getting sacked at Man U in like 1919. You've got to wonder whether these days he would have
0: gone then. Yeah, good point. He said it himself. Lee Martin scored him a goal in, in, that won him the final. And if he wouldn't have done that, he probably wouldn't have been there. So the greatest manager, in my opinion, that I've seen in my lifetime, mm-hmm. his career wouldn't have been if the modern way now was taken back then. So, what? you know, what I'm saying, he hadn't won nothing for the first three years. He'd be gone now, wouldn't he? Yeah
2: with how modern football is now what would you say the hardest aspect of being a manager is so obviously you've got backlash from fans can be quite crazy is it just controlling your players these days or is it because there's so much going on above you now what is the most difficult part of all of it
0: the scouting network that you need these days has got to be worldwide in, in in every level and it's so difficult to actually do that how can and it's impossible with COVID yeah you know not being funny because your scouts you out of them all because they weren't allowed into games mm. and you know not being funny there's thousands of people who deserve mentioning anywhere you go because they do all the footwork for you to find you these wonderful wonderful players and,
4: mm.
0: you know they're all out there somewhere you know Ian Wright was playing non-league football and all of a sudden he's the top scorer for Arsenal you know? yeah somebody watched him on a Sunday morning and brought him into Palace at 26. I mean, so wonderful things can happen, but these people who do that, most of them have lost their job through COVID. So, you know, sort it out, get them working again, let them back in the grounds and away we go. So, cause it's not been normal, you know? Um, and how can you say playing football is safe when you have to be two meters apart from each other? <laughs> Yeah. My wife had cancer years ago, so did I really want to go back fully and be committed to it and bring home COVID and yeah, give it to her? Then, right, is it? So, you know, how, how can, no one can prove to me that playing football is safe just because you, you're you entertain people, yeah. right? You know, we've all found out that it is entertainment. That's what it is. And we love our entertainment, right? Life ain't the same without it, so I love it. Mm-hmm. But reality is bread and butter on the table. Who gives you that? Nurses, doctors, people delivering your parcels. Without them, you wouldn't be able to live, would you? So mm. well done. Mm. Sort it all out. Pay them the right amount of money. Don't just clap them.
4: Mm. Let's
0: change things around and make sure that football is got its right place, right? And get it controlled correctly, right? and set everybody up. Don't let the rich idiots at the top dictate to the league that, hang on, no, you can't do that because we own these clubs. That's wrong. Mm. Because if you know it, their selfishness will ruin football
1: in the end. uh, European Super League. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Thank God all the people in our country went, actually, no, that ain't right. Yeah. You know? Because normally, if it's you... If West Ham were in that top six, you would have probably, well, yeah, well, at least we're in it. Uh, Hang on a minute. That ain't right, is it? It And even the ones in it said that's not right. But those people will get that eventually. Yeah. Right? Oh, you think think they they will keep going. Yeah. So we need to put legislation in the way and get. I would change football right now and I would get the government to put clever people in charge, someone like. Simon Jordan and say, Right, Simon, tell us what we got to do here because this, right, it ain't right how that money is going out of football. Yeah. It's going out of football. It should be, it's our biggest asset mm. in this country. We are, I think we got the best league in the world, mm-hmm. right? And it's our biggest asset. So control it. Yeah. Right. Tell them what they need to do because at the end of the day, who's in charge? The owners are in charge. The big wigs. They get asked. If you're in jail, You don't have to ask the inmates what time they get locked up, do you? (laughs) (laughs) No. If the warden went, oh, actually, uh, what do you think? Oh, I think we should be allowed out all day. Okay. (laughs) We can't can't tell him to go in his cell. It don't make sense. Yeah. So, you know, just honestly, Mm. we've all had this. We've gone through it. We've lost people we love. We don't know. even know, even today, we don't even know if some people have got it who haven't. You know, you could be going about, feeling perfectly right, giving mm. it to someone. Yeah. And then you lose them. So, wow, let's come out of this better, can we? And let's start thinking about the life that my great-grandchildren might have one day mm-hmm. and stop being so damn selfish everywhere. Doesn't make sense.
1: Great point. Well made. Which seems a bit weird that I'm now going to ask you if you've ever played Football Manager, the video game.
0: <laughs> no, I've I've seen I've seen that go on, and uh, it's brilliant, right? Mm. It is fantastic. But how can you have Lionel Messi playing against Lionel Messi? How can you have two Ronaldo? So you might <laughs> you might have got him in your team, and I got him in my team. That's unrealistic, you know. He yeah. plays for Man United now. Yeah, and you can't zap him and clone him and let him play for West Ham next week as I, well
1: I'm on about football manager I, don't, football you manager. Could, I yeah.
0: think you're thinking fantasy football fantasy, oh, fantasy football, football. <laughs> yeah, no, no 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 like, I'm on about the, the FIFA you know oh that? FIFA if you FIFA. do the FIFA what everybody's got Ronaldo in their team up front
1: yeah that's true that's true but, have you played football manager no I haven't no because I'd be really interested to see if Ian would be good at it because he's an actual yeah. football manager or not. Yeah, it's just a game where you can control the players. You have to change all the wage in which the staff are getting. You can do the training. You can do It is what big a manager is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know all of that, yeah. but uh, <laughs>
1: I'll just explain football management yeah. to do, Ian. Does one know? of them
0: ring in and say he's had a car crash and he can't get there? Or you, do you know what I mean? Does th- th- that th- happen? There, yeah. th- there actually
1: is, isn't yeah, there? Yeah,
2: you get like emails saying your player can't make it mm. today for this. and mm. It's... it's, it's apparently as realistic as an experience as it can be without actually doing yeah. the job
1: do you know what if you, if, if, if you made a YouTube channel and you played Football Manager on it you'd get you get hundreds and thousands of views oh there you go then <laughs>
3: Is <laughs> that good. what you're after? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it for 40 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. Robbie, you play football manager, don't you? I play bit football manager, yeah. I don't think it's the same. <laughs> like, I've well, played what, a few chords. I'm not doing Johnny Marr. For what, the what, clubs, what clubs have you managed? Brecon Went from Brecon to Dunfermline, <laughs> up to Aberdeen, and then got the British Mitch and Gladbach job. Pretty proud of that. <laughs> Did you? <Yeah. laughs> don't remember you managing the Bundesliga. <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak German. <laughs> I'm fluent now in the game. In the g-
0: <laughs> you, even, you can do your language courses. Yeah, was there was there much of a difference in the style of football? Did you well, I adapt- started off long ball.
3: I mean, Did you? yeah, I was launching it to a big lad. My tactics, <laughs> Ian. You might want to borrow this. Big lad up front, fast lad up front. Kick the ball to the big lad. Heads it onto the fast lad. Tosh and Keegan, yeah, <laughs> works, doesn't it? Yeah, it does work.
0: <laughs> can't <laughs> argue with that. That'll come back.
3: <laughs>
1: if you started a save on a, a season on Football Manager which club obviously this he's is He's a... right into this now. Yeah, <laughs> I, want, I want it to happen. It to happen. <laughs> yeah, no no uh, this our audience will be all over this like a rash let me tell you. What club would you like to manage? Would you be one let me rephrase that. Would you be one of the, the these you got two types of players really. Ones like Robbie you start off at the bottom and Un- start off unemployed apply for jobs. Yeah. Or would you just go straight in? He's looking at me when he's
0: saying. Stop <laughs> <laughs> <Soft>, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a job, have you? Okay, <laughs> okay now, fire. he come a long way since uh, <laughs> hey, the old soccer AMB. Okay. <laughs> He's Berkshire and Gladback's manager.
3: Fine, got I I've, gone back, I've gone back to Brecon, <laughs> Back where it all began. He's got Very a tash
0: tough. that it looks like a cat's tail coming out of his Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a moustache You swallowed a cat? <laughs> Anyway, look at him. He's so, uh, oh, I've got bloody missing club. Couldn't even
1: say it. <laughs> so, so, would you, so would you start at the bottom and work yourself up the leagues, or would you just go in straight with a Man City budget at the top and see and buy
0: all the best and Mbappe's and Haaland's and that? Um, I I would do it for real. Yeah. Yes, I would try and get somebody lower down to say, right, come on, let's do this. And, you know, for me, the, the best story I've ever seen was was um, Mr. Shankly, Bill Shankly, when he went to Liverpool, they were second division. Yeah. Right? And he started talking about winning Europe. You know, if you look at Brian Clough, he did that with, with Forrest and Darby. Look at them. But geniuses mm. for me. Because they make you believe, fairy tale, they make you believe you can do this thing. So, why would I want to walk in, get the biggest budget, and have to do it? Yeah. I think that's hard in its own right. So, well done to them. And people who think that Pep's this and Pep's that and Klops this and Klops that, well, well done to them for me. Mm. Because the, the, the difficult bit, if you spend 75 million on a centre half, right, he better be good. Yeah. And if you look at what Klopp did, he was good. Boy, oh boy, was he good, you know? So the pressure is doing that Mm. and having enough balls about you to be able to carry it off. And if you can get 75% of your signings right, that's easily good enough to be at it for a lifetime. Yeah. Right? No one gets 100%, right? No one. Right? Sir Alec bought a goalie for four million, threw him out after he let one through his legs. Who was that? Not telling you, but look it up. Really? It's because I forgot his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i got to be honest and tell you, I can't remember. Starts with a T. Ends speak. in shite. <laughs> he didn't last long. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. The, the, get, get, your, get your listeners to come in and tell you. Oh, they'll it, tell but, us. It, honestly. Yeah. And it didn't matter. Do you know what I mean? I remember Cluffy going on about fashion. You know, this young man's not very good. And I thought, what? You just bought him for a million quid. Mm. Right? And he, he didn't help him, did he? He didn't help him through that. But life's... Why wouldn't he ever England manager? I mean, you can go on and on about managers and this and that. And, you know, I've seen in my lifetime so far, I've seen some unbelievable things, mate, mm. you know, that football managers have done, probably none more so than Chris Wilder. Yeah. What he did at Sheffield United and mm. and... He ain't got his job anymore. I mean, come on. It don't make sense, does it?
1: Yeah. See, I always found it weird, and I'll get a little bit of stick off the Leicester fans from this because obviously I I, I I don't follow them inside out, but I find it weird how quickly they got rid of Ranieri, Ranieri. after they won the league. Is that weird of me to say? Because they'll be sitting here now going, well, we got rid of him because of this, this and well, this. Well, they won't be
0: listening because I ruined Leicester when I was there. <laughs> oh, so right. they won't, they won't even, let me just shatter your illusions, you. <laughs> They are not even going to be listening if I'm on, right? right. Right, okay. Gary Lineker sees me walk in a room and he turns you on <laughs> way. Can't stand me. But listen, it it's crazy, isn't it? Mm. Football is crazy. And that mm. was probably the most wonderful thing that ever happened.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And 5,000 they, to one, wasn't it? Absolutely, totally and utterly incredible. Mm-hmm. And I'm just delighted that probably one of the best men in football saw that before he passed away, which is their owner. Yeah. Yeah. What? You know, and, and if all the owners. In the world, we're lined up. The last one on earth that you would want to lose would be him, wouldn't it? Because yeah. he genuinely, genuinely loved his club, helped the area, helped the people. Oh, he'd done so much for the community, it? didn't and, he? And good gracious me, what a sad, sad, sad day. I'm yeah. not saying I want to kill all the other ones. I'm not saying that <laughs> <Yeah. true. laughs> yeah, yeah. I am saying how many supporters would have said, Take ours, not him. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there'll be loads of them, won't there? But yeah. listen, it's quite a miracle, really. It, whoever you are, whatever you are, hopefully your team will have a good period. Because all it is, is the you're a custodian of that club for however long it is. If you wear the shirt, you are a custodian of that shirt. and ain't yours forever. Mm. And you better wear it with pride, otherwise we'll be down on you like a ton of bricks. Yeah. Because you should play like a supporter would. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You are spoilt rotten as long as you realize that, and as long as you appreciate that and you don't ever stop trying, that's all I can ask you f- for, and that's all you should ever ask for from they can't you can't want them to be the best you can't you gotta make sure they wear that shirt with pride mm. as long as your manager does as well, then we should be given a lot more slack sometimes Let's stick because I don't know any manager, and I've known a lot of them mm-hmm. who's deliberately lost. We yeah, can tell of you now. You know, Mr. Hindsight, mm-hmm. in hindsight, it's an absolutely wonderful thing. The beautiful thing about it, you go along, have a drink beforehand, and then you have a drink after the game, and then you start, oh, how rubbish was that? And that's how it used to be. Now everybody goes online, slaughters you.
4: Yeah.
0: And they hide behind... Whoever they are, whatever name tag they want to put there this week, and they could change that next week if you get caught and get found out. Exactly. We're we're all armchair managers, aren't we? Absolute cowards, a lot of you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Step up and own what you say. Yeah. I have. (laughs) uh, I have. I I said, come to my garden and stop having a go at one of my players. Right. Yeah. And I told him where I lived. Did you? Yeah, to try and help Paul Furlong. Oh, right. Did anyone turn up? uh, No. Because I meant it. And I had some guards there as well. They had some big dogs. I was hoping they couple did. A couple of yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if We hear a lot about um, projects in football. So, like, um, not so much like your Man Cities and stuff, but, like, mm. teams maybe in a championship, lower end, like... If you were to come back to, to to management, or let's say on Football Manager, that's what we're talking about—a fictional world here. Which team do you think would be a good project to go in and build around? Leicester were obviously a project, weren't they? Five years ago, and now they're they're up uh, there. I
0: think you—the future of football is how many bums you get on seats, right? So the paying customer, mm. right? If it if it goes to that, and I think you a sleeping giant, um, was Leeds mm-hmm. and Bielsa saw that and they targeted Bielsa and he went, wow, yeah, that'll do. Mm-hmm. So someone like Portsmouth, yeah, you know, if you think about their club led and owned and God knows what, that's a wonderful club that could get going again. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's Ipswich who, who are down yeah. nowhere, nowhere near where they should be really. yeah, You know, some of those, the, the, there's some wonderful things out there, but, you know, it's all about your family, isn't it? You know, and I don't want to upset anybody that life is, I've i have done that more than enough in my life <laughs> for who I've managed and how they felt about me at the end of it all. But life is about you and how you feel about your club. And you're lucky to have it because Burry haven't got theirs anymore. Mm. And if you look at that, that, that should be stopped. That should be the last club that ever, ever goes bust and goes missing because the people of that community deserve to have some sort of club somewhere. Mm. you know and uh, same happened with Wimbledon didn't it absolutely they're they're
1: slowly creeping back up
0: yeah but life is about wherever you are at the moment trying to make it better Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully you'll have some good times because as I say it's an energy level in in your football club in a minute West Ham's energy is growing doing well and you all feel great and when it ain't and it's going the other way you all then moon Mm. you know and and at the end of the day have a look at yourself Mm. If you're a football supporter, surely you should be supporting. Yeah. You're not a football mooner. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. never met a football, oh, I'm a football mooner. I am. I'm going to come on, I'm <laughs> have a right good moan this week. Now, if that's what you want to do with your money, all I know is if every teacher that came to me and said, you're rubbish all the way around, I'd have never got any better, would I?
4: Mm.
0: Right? My teachers who helped me actually made me believe I can do something better, not tell me how rubbish I am. So if I, I... I I understand how it feels, so if I do go to a game, I never, ever criticise anybody. Do you not? No. Do you find you get fans giving advice to you about things? Yeah, I've had that. I've had done forums and, you know, um, you should have picked him and you should have done that. And I said, yeah, well, he wasn't fit that day. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a taxi driver come in at QPR and I spent an hour and a half with him and talked him through. What happened to that player? Oh, I can't pick him because of that. And in the end, he picked exactly the team I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I said, "You've come in to slaughter me, but you picked the same team." Yeah. Ah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you said earlier about um, footballers not turning up because of a car crash or whatever. What's the maddest excuse you've ever heard for a player not coming to training? Um, <laughs> there must be some. And do you know when they're bullshitting?
0: No, it's not bullshit. It is sometimes what it is, isn't it? Um, yeah. One of them couldn't find his keys. What, for his car? Yeah. They were in the toaster. What? What? One of them put, his, put his, accidentally put his keys in the <laughs> toaster the night before. Couldn't find them. And you know, imagine, I've dapped my keys somewhere, but not in a toaster. <laughs> um, so I went round his house and picked him up. <laughs> To 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 make sure he still came in? Yeah.
1: Keys in the toaster.
0: Yeah, later on his wife found him. Wow. Put a bit of toast in. Making a crumpet. Yeah, (laughs) put Uh a bit of toast in and nearly electrocuted herself. (laughs)
1: Who's the, who's the, I'm not expecting you to dig anyone out here because you're a professional man, but you can even give us a comical answer if you like, but who's one of the hardest footballers you've had to work with and, and, and why? The
0: hardest, yeah. What, what do you mean, the most difficult or the toughest? Yeah, like the do you toughest?
1: just do you just get do you just get some that are just hard to manage? Like just for, for some reason they can't be told or something like that. Like we we hear a lot as fans, we don't know if this is a myth or not that players stop playing for the manager. Is that, a, is that a real thing? Like you you made the point on the way up here that
2: yeah Hazard on on one of his last seasons, I think it was Mourinho. He just didn't seem to want to play football. He he went from being the, well, one of the best in the prem and suddenly just started to flop a bit. And then once the manager had gone, he then started playing well again. And it just looked a bit from an outside perspective that he wouldn't play to his ability until he had a manager that he wanted to play
0: under. Hmm. And
2: I don't know if that happens. Or is he just off form?
0: Yeah, listen, the the most difficult thing in life is, I've found with footballers, is the best ones, most skillful and the most talented, that they can be difficult to handle sometimes because... They don't know why they're good, and sometimes they're good, and they don't even have to try. Whereas for me, I my, my most important thing was I was going to rub off on a lot more talented people than me, mm. so I was going to surround myself with as most talented people I could and make them be more like me, right? Because the ones I met just did it sometimes, whereas I wanted them to focus and make sure they did it all the time because... The ones at the very, very top, they do it all the time, and they work hard, and they run, and they chase, right? So it's not just luck. Mm. You're not just meant to be good, and you're, uh, you know, just turn it on and and make sure you're consistent. So I, I I found it a joy to get hold of anybody, and and the the beautiful thing about being a manager is you have to try and have empathy with each one of them every one of them's different
1: all got their own problems well, haven't every they? one yeah. of them yeah
0: so you got to try and work out what makes him tick and if you're the one who's not making him tick then you wouldn't get very long to put that right if he's your best player mm. right so you know that even Mourinho with what he's achieved you would have thought that hang on a minute that's Jose Mourinho I'd have looked at him and wanted to learn everything he said and even if he had a go at me I'd have probably took that and yeah alright because you're Mourinho Whereas Hazard don't have to, does he? Because he's bigger than Mourinho, really. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, but the thing is, is surrounding yourself with the right mentality Mm -hmm. and a winning mentality. And for me, there's been no winner has ever, ever stopped wanting to win. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So Sir Alec changed his squad four times in in his old time there, maybe five times. And he ended up with enough winners to drag all the rest of the good players with them. Yeah. Because there's a big difference between being really, really good and winning. Yeah. It's a massive difference. And for me, it's, is it the will or is it the skill? What makes them winners? The will or a skill?
2: Well, that's like Messi and Ronaldo, isn't it? I find like, Ronaldo's the will isn't he? He's the one who wants to put in all that work, but it's so natural to Messi. He's just pure skill and Ronaldo's pure will. Who would you way. who would you
0: if you're 1-0 down, who would you want in your team?
1: This is a question that we we're going to bring to you because we see a lot of people talking about it now. The pundits are discussing it, Carragher and Neville and that and yeah, for anyone out there who hasn't heard this, it's if you're 1-0 down, 10 minutes to go, what football player are you bringing off the bench? Um I I'd, I'd be Ronaldo. Yeah, but you you openly said a few weeks ago in front of Ben that that if Ronaldo went to Man City, you would be team Messi. So you're as, biased. Yeah, but I jokingly biased. said it because I felt the like he didn't have been... think you were joking. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: <definitely, laughs> like you a... were very against Ronaldo yeah. going to Man City. City yes, yeah. I, I, I would. It be. doesn't
1: change his quality though, does it? See, I've always been in team Messi. Stevie's team Ronaldo, but as we said, he's a Man U fan. And Robbie, you team are team Messi. Team Messi. Um, I th- I who think who would
0: you want to pay to watch? But who would you want in your team? Uh, put them in the same team, would you be able to get away with them in the same team and win?
1: They're very different players now, though, no, But Would they? you?
0: Would they balance each other out? You know, I think when you look at Messi, what was so fantastic about how Pep played him mm. was he put him up in the middle and he'd let him wander and get short because the centre-halves can't come out and mark him. So he would end up in drifting so deep, but he still kept people eye and wide and would get people in the box, but it wasn't necessarily messy. So the bloke's an absolute genius. And would I want to pay to watch him? Yes, I would. Mm. Right? But all I know is if I was, my livelihood was on someone wanting to win. Yeah. The man is proving it over and over and over and over again with what he's got, with what he's done in the game, he could easily stop if he didn't have the mentality that he's got. That's Ronaldo. Ronaldo's mentality at the minute is of as much of a winner as I've ever seen in my life and I've ever even looked at in my life. He is light years ahead of people and he's just on the move. And the goals he's got already, tappings, because he's already thinking so much quicker than He's the one getting else. into those positions to score point. the tappings. And it's a joy to see because what is driving him to do it? You know, how many people would keep going and 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 keep... keep, How much is enough is enough. He must have more than enough now to stop. He doesn't want to because he's driven. You know, the biggest winner I've ever been anywhere near was Jerry Francis. He wanted to win anything and everything. He was anywhere near. Tiddlywinks, darts, whatever it was, he would go mad if he didn't win. Now, when I was young... My friends tell me I was just like, hey, goal from what I don't know where it comes from, but I'm looking at Ronaldo now. And for me, he's going to a different level. And really, it is all about his thinking, you know. And if you want to get to the very, very top, you have to think quicker. He's already steps and steps ahead of everything and everybody and you know it will be easy for him to give the ball away and not chase back. He was on the edge of his box clearing it the other day because that's what he's like. So if you want to bring anybody to your team, right? Bring him. Yeah. So I would I would bring him and say, there you go. That's how you should be. So I, I saw that in Alan Ball when he was thirty six, mm, mate. The bloke wanted to win everything, mm, and he was still a nice bloke. So at the moment, you've got kids out there. Looking at football right now, have a look at that man. What a joy he is. Mm. Whether you're a Man City fan or a or a Tottenham fan or whoever you are, have a look at Ronaldo and say, wow, you deserve a, the plaudits you get, young man. Do you know what I mean? Honestly.
1: There we go on record. Ian Holloway is firmly in Team Ronaldo. I wasn't years ago
0: because Messi, what he does is so beautiful to see. But at the minute, that bloke's going to a different level.
1: Has it, sw- has it swung for you a little bit now because he's but he's in the Premier League? Like right now at the moment of recording, I think Messi's played four times for PSG, hasn't scored. Ronaldo's played four times for Man United. I think he scored in every game he's played in now, right? So it's very easy to see it through sort of Ronaldo tinted glasses at the moment, isn't it? But for me, Messi's the goat. For me, that Messi's the goat. But is it because he's come back to the Premier League? And, for
0: me, and- Pelé's the goat. Yeah? Yeah, Pelé for me. In my lifetime.
1: Give us your top five players of all time. Oh, that's difficult.
0: Um, On the spot you now. Just, you just mentioned Messi. You just mentioned uh, Ronaldo. I'm saying Pele. that's free. In with that. Yeah. Um, as a defender, I've got to say Bobby Moore. And I'm not just saying it because of West Ham. But mm-hmm. for me, he was uh, he could play now and be absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I think um, Bobby Cholton. So Bobby Cholton in midfield scoring mm-hmm. the goals that he did. Mm-hmm. And his brother, Jack. Because Jack was the opposite to Bobby Moore, and he could edit and kick it, and and head centre forwards and kick centre forward, but he was a centre half, and oh my God, mate, how lucky were we, hmm. right? And people wonder why why we haven't won anything for years, because we had a perfect balance back then. We had a goalie in Gordon Banks who who was just a genius.
1: Could only see out one eye, couldn't in, he? And in the the end still... he
0: lost his he lost an eye, but he still played. I mean, phenomenal, for, yeah, genius, you know. So. Uh, as I say, I, I am so fortunate to have lived through, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't have any phones. No one had a phone in their house. You had to go down the road to phone. And my son still thinks it's hilarious. Right. And our first telly was when you had to put 50p in and turn it, it was radio rental one. You know what I mean? And and we'd be watching someone and it would go out. And dad, was, where's the 50p? You know what I mean? Like, what's going on? What's going on? Oh my God. And it was match of the day and we'd miss it. You know, it's yeah. like crazy. But life's. Galloped so far mm. forward. I think it's really sometimes just a whoa. Hold on to them reins and say, wait a minute. Mm. And I think I'm seeing. Look at the tennis players I've seen. Right, Roger Federer, Sampras. Uh, uh, my favourite was Borg. All those years ago, how wonderful of uh, the life I've lived through. Mm. Absolutely incredible. But I can appreciate it because I've tried at some of those levels, and I realise how great they've got to be. Mm you know? Yeah. Honestly. So I don't look at any sporting fella and, and think, I, I understand how tough it is. So, you know, I'm saying messy, it's a joy. But what people say to me, who's your best, who's your favourite ever player? Favourite at what? I've had some wonderful players who have shown me how to do it. Like um, Charlie Adam, mm. what a passer of the ball he was. Um, who's the best at what? Wilf running with it? unbelievable Mm -hmm. you know i could go on and on and on but who's the best at what and the beautiful thing is we can all have our own opinion Mm. and none of us are wrong the only people who are wrong are the managers who get it wrong on the weekend because your team's just lost (laughs) and maybe you deserve to lose because you're shit anyway
2: (laughs) i love how that's the end it came (laughs) to love it
1: love it now before we finish obviously um Ollie, you're a fan favorite. You always have been. People love your honesty. They love the humor that you bring to your sort of pre and post match interviews, and you you wear your heart on your sleeve, and that shines through. Um, we we did a bit of research. We sometimes do dabble in research, believe it or not.
0: And uh, we we've you s- haven't got other people to do that. You do it <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah, for now, yeah. for now. <laughs>
1: yeah. And uh, so so we've got we've got eight of your most iconic quotes, um, and we were just wondering. Can you fill in the blank? How well do you know your own quotes? Do you want to come up for a title for this segment? Ian. Oh, Ian. I'm trying to think fill of a plan. Fill in
2: the hole away. Like kind it. Kind of works. Oh, like it. Like it a lot. Don't need researchers for that. No, no. you don't. Off the dome. <laughs> that, That's natural
0: it? talent, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you drag him in? <laughs> I'm not too sure myself. Boots is the answer. (laughs) Get back to that cartoon drawing, mate. (laughs) Animation. Right,
1: uh, Robbie, you kick us off with the first one.
3: Okay, then. So, David Beckham, you're having a laugh. He's just a good footballer with a... (laughs) (laughs)
0: He's nervous. I am nervous. (laughs) Say it again. Sir David Beckham,
3: you're having a laugh. He's just a good footballer with a... (laughs) This
2: is your quote. You talking about Beck's Oh, golden balls. I think you were talking about whether he should be knighted or not. Yeah. yeah. Sir David Beckham. Sir, "Sir,
1: you're having a laugh. He's just a good footballer with a blank. (laughs) I'm I'm giddy. I would say
0: now, posh wife
1: famous bird. A famous bird is there the answer. So I think we can give that as a point. So that's one for one. That don't sound very nice though, did it? Out of context, some of these might not sound <laughs> no, that nice. No, but... that's not
0: nice. He is a f- wonderful gentleman. Mm. But sir, might be a bit far. No. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> no, he's made himself really he's he's done well with whatever he's done, hasn't he? Yeah, you yeah, know? that's true. That's true. And right? let's let's face it. He has given us some fantastic moments when we thought everything with that goal against Greece. Greece. Oh, wow. Hey, kick. come on. Wow! And what has happened to him? They, they were burning effigies of him because Simeone cheated and dived over his foot.
1: Yeah. Very true. One for one. Anyway, um, I don't see the problem with footballers. They enjoy it and the young ladies enjoy it too. So it's footballers doing something. Their shirt. The shirt. Yeah, taking their shirts off after scoring a goal. Two for two. You're flying through. Um, Stevie...
2: Do you want to do this one? I couldn't be more chuffed if I were a...
0: <laughs> Your girlfriend likes this one. A badger.
4: <laughs>
0: at the start of mating season. There it is. Bang on. Bang on. I couldn't be more chuffed if I
2: were a badger at the start of you mating season. You know why season. I said
0: that, dude? do you? realize? Have you ever looked up the mating habits of a... Whole, of a no, badger? I
2: haven't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've got to wait for months and months and they know when it's happening. So it's like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you're on a promise <laughs> you're on a promise and who wouldn't be that chuff that night <laughs> seriously
1: why have you googled the the habits of badgers m- oh mate?
0: there's something that my wife does we we have a chat and then she'll look up do you realize that when you were talking about badgers they you know they mate for three months or whatever and and then they don't Mm. and you know and then I just thought wow that'd be a bit you know
1: yeah did you know I think pigs I don't know the the actual statistic here but pigs have like a nine minute orgasm do they yeah
0: (laughs) right I love how
2: you tried to act high and mighty. Like, no, I do not search up the mating um, <laughs> yeah. of I a have badger.
1: Pig orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally just now Googled pig orgasm. It's the longest... Oh, sorry. It's the longest orgasm in mammals, and it lasts for 30 minutes. So forget nine. We're tapping on the door there of 30, half an hour. It's awkward Good if someone comes in halfway through, me. isn't it? If yeah, you <laughs> knock on the
0: door. Don't come in, Mum, for half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, alive. No wonder they don't care what. They're, how dirty they're, are they are. <laughs> Oh my god. You think they're wallowing in the mud? No, they're not. They're just finishing wow. off an orgasm. Oh,
2: oh.
3: <laughs>
0: Did you think wow. when you turned up to say that you see it Holloway
3: acting out <laughs> a pig orgasm? No, I didn't.
1: I didn't. But it's, it's, it's 30 minutes. 30 minutes, yeah. Love it. Good god. Right, Robbie, hit us with another one.
3: I've had such bad luck at the moment. If I fell in her. <laughs>
0: That, that little laugh he knows wheelbarrow full of tits I'd be coming out sucking me thumb <laughs> so good that was my dad's one that was so good you think you're unlucky son <laughs> that's really good tell you how unlucky I am
1: I watched Arsenal playing some of the best footballer I've ever seen and yet they couldn't have scored in a brothel with 10 grand in a brothel <laughs>
2: I love how he knows.
1: Yeah, it's the extra bit as well, isn't it? Most people just say brothel, <laughs> 10 grand in the pocket. Um, hey, oh. this one's about Ronaldo. Yeah, so we you- just
2: spoke about Ronaldo, so I'm sure you uh, know uh, this uh, already. Uh, 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 but uh, it, it all ended with, hopefully he's hung like a hamster. That would make us all feel better. Having said that, my missus has got a pet hamster at home. Yeah,
0: and he's got massive cock.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm not proud of these. You know. <laughs> You should be. No, yeah. no, I'm not proud of these, no.
1: These are Ian Holloway Hall of Famers, these, mate. Absolute Hall of Famers. This I,
0: is... I just... Surely life wouldn't give him everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he got the looks, he got the body of an Adonis, and he surely there's, You know what I mean? Please don't have a great schlong and all. Please. <laughs>
1: Good God there must be some pictures out there if you, well, no, next time you're no, googling pig I'm orgasm. just
0: saying not everybody can have everything you know there's got to be someone but yeah. one
1: man can but he can't paint like you Ian that's one thing
0: he don't care <laughs> does he that's true <laughs> he don't that's care true.
1: Um, so this is a player I'm unfamiliar with but I've, I've I've heard this quote and I like it Hasney is that a, is that a player Hasney Hasney yeah He's, uh, what's his first name
0: that's his second name isn't it
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to work out who the player is. Yeah, no. Tell me the quote, and I'll. Okay, Hasney's bust his hooter. Now he can. Yeah.
0: Hasney Al Joffrey. That was. <laughs> right. Oh, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, that was down in uh, Plymouth. What can he do now? You he's smell bust. His... Round corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that's probably my personal favourite. That I no, love no, that. No, I, I you... told
0: that joke. We might have bust my nose five times, and and one of the surgeons who looked at you went. You haven't got a big nose; it's just a long nose. <laughs> and I thought, "Fucking hell, that is big, isn't it? Being long." <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How is that not big? <laughs> and what he meant was, if I turn sideways on, like it don't go in; it just comes straight down. Yeah. Uh, like a Roman. Like thing. a shark. Yeah. So they yeah. apparently they designed a Roman helmet. It would fit me a treat. <laughs> Or it won't have to go in. You know, I've got no bit there. I bust it five times. So Did you? I, yeah, so, yeah. So if your wife's got a metal detector, find the Roman helmet. I could put it straight on and I'd never break my nose again.
1: <laughs> and uh, let's do the final one. I think Ian's got every single one of these. Is that right so uh, far? I, I, I don't think he's got one wrong. Um, yeah, no, every single one. Robbie, will not you finish?
3: Every dog has its day and today is woof day. Yes! Woof! <laughs> there we go i love that they are
1: ian holloway's best ever quotes right ian it's been an absolute pleasure just chatting to you mate. You're a, you're a hilarious bloke. Um full of wisdom as well. I feel like we all learned something today.
0: Um thanks for popping by. Well, thanks for inviting me to this Turkish bath of a studio you've got there. <laughs> <laughs> Good gracious me, I'm going to run outside and dive in the pool if there's a pool outside. Good gracious me, it's fantastic. It is hot in it. It is it's hot. It's just slightly
1: warm. Will we ever see you return to management do you think or is, or is that done now?
0: It would have to be somewhere close because I apparently I'm not allowed to move again. Right. My wife's said uh, more than enough of me doing so st- I, listen, I, I've been so fortunate in my life and the last little foray I had I was gonna go to Grimsby and I was gonna buy some of the shares because I wanted to build it and do more and, and then the bloke I was gonna buy them shares off of decided he was gonna sell it. And I want to be there to help him. So yeah. you know, and I don't know the other people and they ate me now. What the I, Grimsby fans. Yeah, I, and I'm <laughs> gutted because they were marvellous, mate. One mm. of my one of my mates did a terrible thing and committed suicide and they raised money in COVID situation. they raised £6,000 to help other people not go into that state so we gave it to uh, mental health they're marvellous people they deserve so, so much better and they absolutely despise me hmm. but I have every right to say well wait a minute they're changing hands I don't know these new people and I'm going to come back in a COVID situation yeah. to get close to my family again
1: yeah you know, and people don't know the ins and outs of things and no, football it, fans are quick to judge.
0: Yeah, but to them, they were one of the best groups of people I've ever seen. And I hope they get what they deserve, which is a, a much better position for their football club. Mm. But I wouldn't change one thing about Grimsby and the town it is and the way they are and the way those people are, because they were magnificent. So that mm. that's saddening. Mm-hmm. Um, things at Millwall went horrible. Mm hmm. But I can honestly say I tried as hard as I could, mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm not going to be good enough. You know, for whatever I've done before doesn't mean I can naturally bring it. It's not. It's about the energy that you're getting and and where the club is. You know, so I I can honestly say I've tried all I ever can, mm-hmm. and I never once shirked anything. So if I've let you down, I'm sorry. If you don't like me because I taste like marmite, uh, you either love it or you don't. I've had a wonderful life and I thank you for the chance if I ruin your football club I'm sorry I didn't ever do it deliberately but you know the beautiful thing about it is I am a football person and basically because my dad said my, my brother John's nine years older than me and uh, he was forced to wear football kit and he you're going to like it and it was knitted stuff because we had no money and he went out in the rain one day and got chafed to bits you know it's terrible <laughs> Honestly, imagine that, trying to run with with woolen shorts on, <laughs> frightening. So anyway, when I came along, my dad said, I hope you like football, son, because through it, you'll find out who you are, you'll be become part of a team, and you'll meet some wonderful people. Mm. So I hope you like it. So he backed right away, and I did, and I loved it. And what it's done for me is is make me understand that I have a role, and I'm going to try and enjoy that role because it was all I've ever focused on. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I want to share it with everybody. If you really want something, make sure you prepare yourself to go and get it. I was told my wife might not have children. I married her anyway. We got four. Three of them are profoundly deaf, right? So we learned sign language. Whatever cards you're dealt, just deal with it and try and make the best of it because if you can have a positive reaction to a negative in your life, the event in your life, if it's negative, if you have a positive reaction to it, you have a chance of making it a positive. Mm. If you react negatively to it, you're only ever going to get one outcome. And I'm saying, please make sure whatever it is you do, make sure you enjoy your life. Because if this, if this is the only one you ever get, don't sit there and waste a second of it moaning. How dare you? try and make that difference, Mm. right? And if you bump into anyone, try and make their day a bit better for meeting you rather than the other way around.
1: It's a lovely, lovely finish. We usually end on asking, I guess, what the meaning of life is, but I think you've pretty much summed it up right there,
0: Ollie, unless you've got... Well, the meaning of life is breathing and making sure that you still are, really. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, seriously, because if you ain't, you're dead.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There we go. What a poignant ending, finished by a little bit of humour there, which I think sums up the man. Ollie, you're an absolute ledge. We love you to bits. Thank you so much for coming on Jackmates Happy Hour. Stevie, see you later, mate. See you later. Robbie, see you, mate. Bye. Ollie, see you later, mate. Bye. Cheers. Jackmates Happy Hour.
3: Jackmates Happy Hour is a Stack production.